0: drugs i guess i I, he's already got one hooked up to his face so i guess this is the free hit for the kids where he's like hey kids you want some friends on or something come on over
1: Hello and welcome to Dice Like Ice, episode 23. I'm your host, Tony Acton, and with me, as always, the Jaren Kell to my Ursicar Creed, Andrew Mitchell.
0: I know Ursacar Creed, I don't know Jaren Kell off the top of my head. Jaren Kell's
1: the dude with the big ass banner behind him and he's got, he has got—he was one of the original face microphone guardsmen.
0: Ah, okay, okay. So he's it's the guy actually, I always saw with the kit, I yeah. just didn't know his name.
1: He is an awesome model. I will, I will see. Jaren. G- yeah. Jaren Kell. Yeah, he's got With like his, the big uh, ass speaker next to his head.
0: Very famous brother Keenan.
1: Yeah. Oh man, I could have done Keenan as Kell and the reference for us.
0: Sure, the squids have.
1: I guess I still can. Hello and welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: just splice that into the next episode <laughs> and uh, have a very very canned response of us being like, right. oh, Keenan and Gal, love that, show." Right.
1: I sent you a picture of him over the Discord. All
0: right. Oh, nice. Yeah, I definitely remember that model.
1: That model's actually aged really well in the grand scheme of guard models because his proportions are yeah. doofy as fuck.
0: The, the head's not like 25% extra large than uh, it's supposed to be in real yeah. life. Now, it's only like 15% extra large.
1: <laughs> now, granted, one of his hands is huge, but that's because he has a power fist. That he's holding yeah. the banner
0: with, yeah, which is a little funky, but yeah, whatever.
1: No, I totally also posted that on just the general Discord and not the. Oop, now it's sure good did.
0: On. No one the 11, general no. Discord that you will have access to if you join our Dice Like Eyes Patreon. Hey, oh,
1: <laughs> sick plug, bro!
0: But hey, if people aren't paying us, we have to always rely on our other sponsors, Tony. Yeah, what 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 In sponsor would time. that be, Andrew? As usual, we are sponsored by Grip. And up. Ooh, ooh, beer all over the microphone. Shit.
1: Seriously, again, I thought we would pass this.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Give me two seconds. You're going to have to edit out the noise while I wipe this off.
1: New year, new beer spill.
0: Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. No, that was. <laughs> I think that was a little shaken up there. Jeez. Okay, we're good.
1: That's okay. There's some, ah. uh, some extra on my beer I'll get to in a minute. But what are you drinking, Andrew?
0: Oh, well, I got one that seems a little appropriate for the time of year since we just wrapped up Christmas and New Year's, and I got a 21st Amendment Brewing fireside chat. I don't have a fire in my place, but if I did, it would be, you know, the reminiscing time of year where you you have your snifter of brandy by the fire or whatever. It would also be Um, very
1: bad because if I'm not mistaken, you don't have a fireplace.
0: Yeah, I'd just put a barrel in the middle of the living room. It'd be (laughs) fine.
1: Ah, the old Caldor technique. I love it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's a winter ale, uh, spiced as most of them are, with uh, some additional cacao nibs, which are fun. And it's actually a 7.9, so it's uh, pretty high proof, given what it is.
1: Well, that's not bad, that's not bad.
0: What are you drinking today, Tony? You I anything am, festive?
1: Um, Depends on your festivities. Uh, I am drinking the Terrapin Hopsecutioner IPA.
0: Oh, yes. The so killer festive.
1: Yes, yeah, so festive. So festive. Um, where, I cannot find the, oh, it's a, just a nice brisk 7.3. Not too bad, but, I, uh, win. I yeah, it's not a great thing to win, but I keep my beers in the drawer in the fridge. And, uh, when I went to grab this one, I was like, mm, why is this beer sticky? Oh, because apparently when I put it in there, I put it on a bar, a jar of stone ground mustard that managed to open. So I had to de-mustard my beer. So that was, uh, different interesting but we're all good yeah
0: yeah thankfully i had one of these left over because the only alternative would have been uh the 12 pack that i uh impulse purchased last time i was at the liquor store which was the great divides uh yeti imperial stouts that they had which are um four different flavors there's a espresso a peppermint a s'mores and then i forget what the other one specifically is but it's a 13.5 percent called the big yeti Yeah, so we weren't doing the Big Yeti tonight, because uh, I might be taking a nap halfway through the podcast if I did.
1: <laughs> the other go. ones
0: were all 9.5s, too, which that would have also been a little interesting.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I've got a beer that I meant to bring you for well, we were supposed to do this episode in person on Friday, uh, but then the wheels fell off at work, so that didn't happen. As they do. So Wednesday, I will give you a beer for the next episode.
0: I'm, I'm going to assume it's a very silly one. It's a very what? A very silly one.
1: Um, not really. It's actually supposed to be very good. It was at a Five Points Bottle Shop. You know how they have, like, the staff pick beers?
0: Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are fun.
1: Yeah, so I grabbed a pair of those. Uh, I grabbed two different ones. I grabbed you one and me one, obviously. Uh, but they're different flavors.
0: Okay, cool. I'll have right. to uh, remember not to drink it at the, the meetup that we normally do.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Speaking of the meetup, Andrew, what have you been working on? It oh, was no case.
0: Whoa! That would have worked a lot better if it was about games played instead of hobby Progress, but, but look, hey, it was man, a good try.
1: Look, we can't change the order of the show.
0: <laughs> All right, well, hobby Progress. I met up with myself and my increasingly empty wallet to do a bunch of things this uh, Christmas season. I uh, Thankfully, with a combo of Christmas money and stuff I sold on eBay, I was able to get myself a load of shit to work on for the yeah, first, I don't know, three lover. months of the year. So, uh, everybody sit back and get, get your beer open. It's yes, going to be a sec. I say,
1: buckle up, boys and girls.
0: So from the last episode, uh, I did get myself a Chaos Space Marine uh, Combat Patrol set, which I have since built and primed and started playing with Contrasts on because uh, Duncan Rhodes has an Iron Warriors contrast method that he did that I wanted to give a try. And I like it a lot. Um, I tweaked it a little bit because it's a little too dull because it's um, Basilicum Gray contrast over the uh, Lead Belcher. So you get kind of a really it, almost null Oil effect, but not quite as dark as a Nuln Oil two seconds (coughs) there we go uh this is what happens when i go first every time i always have a burp from the first sip of the beer (laughs) um so i wanted to try that uh but i I decided to dry brush up back up to lead belcher so you get the kind of darkened down effect with a little bit extra shine and then he's got the easiest method to do the trim on space marines i've ever seen for them where you just get snake bite leather contrast and you hit the trim that has been lead belchered and it just looks like really old like uh, either gold or brass depending on how you want to highlight it and it is hands down the easiest method i've ever seen to, to do space marine chaos space marine trim because that's a notoriously annoying thing to do with that army so uh not not even close to finish with them just uh wanted to give it a try a bit um in that vein i also collect or got a um uh, chaos space marine Smith because it's in line with a lot of the uh, iron warrior stuff they like all of their demon engines and so forth uh same thing built primed started doing the contrast method on them but not going to finish him for a bit uh also received the slaves to darkness start collecting set that i had uh, teased in the last episode and i have had them uh built primed and a good chunk of them painted at this point i pretty much finished the Ogroid Therodons, except for the banner that one of them is holding uh and i also pretty much finished the uh demon prince which is a rad model i like that model a lot it is a uh, what you imagine the, the the Demon Prince being as a model, as opposed to that derpy little old one that we had for like 20 years or whatever. Um, well, the plastic one was only like 12 years or something. The metal one used to be really good. Either way, the new one is awesome. Um, so doing the same thing I did with Bellacor, making him kind of looking like a lava demon, which is a lot of fun. Uh, same contrast method with the armor to get that cool old copper look. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I also got the, uh, <laughs> the Slaves to Darkness, uh, Start Collecting <laughs> Kit to go with the new battle box. So I have the, uh, 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 uh what is it called? The Chaos Lord on Karkadrak, the big dinosaur crocodile thing, uh, as well as some knights and some more Chaos Warriors to go with it. So between those two boxes, I actually have enough to start running an actual game. Um, and I'll continue on what else I got with that kit soon, but I don't want to spoil it. i so for last. Um... Once I got past that, I also picked up the uh, Goth Rocker, who is completely painted, finished top to bottom. All I got to do is do a base for him because I don't like you know, just a flat base. I feel like he needs a, a stage or something. Um, and then I also got the Blood Bowl Orcs that I was talking about, uh, picked up a couple of Blitzers, another big end, another thrower, just a, a lot that I found on Frontline Gaming so I don't uh, have to commit to an entire box, got those completely done um speaking of blood pole i also picked up a uh, a nice lizard man team because i wanted to have a different flavor because uh, our local gaming group has a lot of orcs and a lot of undead so i wanted just something a little different um got them built got them primed started playing with contrasts on them not super sure what colors i'm going to do with them yet but we will see um i've just been kind of adhd for my uh, hobbying yeah, for my seriously. christmas break so I'm, I'm flip-flopping back and forth i'm mainly committing to the chaos uh The Slaves of Darkness, they're the ones that are going to get done next. But uh, I just had a lot of stuff I wanted to get started. Um, I also, uh, back to Chaos Space Marines, picked up two boxes of Chaos Terminators because they're probably some of my favorite models in the Chaos Space Marine line. Same thing, built and primed um not super far on them otherwise though and also got myself a lord discordant for the chaos space marines because you definitely have to have one of them if you're going with the uh, corrupt tech priests or tech marine aesthetic of the iron warriors uh same thing built and primed uh i got Greencrack's loon court um because they gave me new gits, so i had to pick up new gits mm-hmm. and they were push they were push fit uh super easy to put together F- snip the pins so five that minute were, job no, yeah, like, it took me maybe 15 minutes to put them together. It was nothing. Uh, fantastic models. Love them to death already. Super excited to paint them whenever I get a little burned down on painting chaos stuff and need a break. Um, just incredibly characterful stuff. This is what the Wolf Riders should have felt like. I like the Wolf Rider models, but they don't feel like Gits, but I talked about that last episode. Um, but my last big one that I got, I may have also got myself RK on the Ever Chosen. Yeah,
1: maybe. <laughs> just maybe. Not positive, though.
0: Yeah. uh, Holy shit, that model is huge. I did not expect it to... Like, I have fought against that model before, and I did not remember it being that big. So something about standing up over him on a gaming board just doesn't quite give the impression of how huge he is. Because he's uh,
1: knight-sized, right?
0: No, he's bigger than a knight.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, a a knight measures up to around... 8 inches taller, so maybe a little bit more. Uh,
1: Archeon,
0: before I put him on the piece of cork I'm doing for his base, is about 12, 12 and a half inches. Oh, he's modeling a modeling for
1: advantage so he can see over things, huh? Yeah, he's well known <laughs> for his
0: multitude of ranged attacks. Uh, mostly it's the wing. If you were doing just his, uh, you know, the heads on his mount, he would only, he'd probably be about knight-sized, but if you're going yeah. to the tip of his wing, he's massive. Yeah, huge, forget about that. Absolutely absolutely ridiculous um so i did actually go ahead and work on the armor for archaeon himself just because you know i couldn't i couldn't have that thing built and primed on my desk and not slap a little paint on it it'll be a bit before i get to the big beast which has a name i don't remember the name of it though uh it'll be a bit before i do that similar thing to my bellicor and my demon prince i'll do kind of a lava thing with it but i think i'm going to lean a little more into the uh crusted over like black stone look and then just have um like the spikes and, like, cracks around the skin and the wings having the lava coming through. And then, um, since it's got the different demon heads, I might play with trying to do, like, different colored lava heads. We'll see how uh, green by blue by red ends up looking with the rest of the demon magma aesthetic thing I've got going on, but I'll play around with it. I'll figure it out. Um, Yeah, far as I'm aware, that's everything I did in the past couple weeks, but uh, I might have missed
1: something. I got a bunch of shit. Christmas has been pretty good. Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah, because I don't think I picked up anything else for you when I was out. Well, I guess technically you have the uh, org half of Aeronautica sitting here next to me still.
0: That one I didn't ask for, though. That was a you thing.
1: That's true. That's fair. That's fair. It's here. It exists.
0: So we'll we'll get to your hobby progress now. Why don't we start with that?
1: Yeah, so my hobby progress, uh, I don't have nearly as much as Andrew, uh, because, you know, I never do. Uh, So I've got the half of Aeronautica, the Imperial half, to go with my other Imperial half of Aeronautica. So I should have a bunch of planes floating around here. I finished building the other 20 Cadians from my second box of Cadia Stands. I then bought 20 more Cadians to round out my ground total to 60 built Cadians so I can run a Brigade Detachment. So that's super fun. Finish or bought and built the Tanith first and only. Uh, man, those are cool fucking models. I oh t- yeah, the Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaunt, thank you, Gaunt's Ghost. I just call them Tanith. Uh, I toyed with the idea of trying to make their bases more urban looking because that's how the rest of my stuff is. Because they're on trees and shit right now, but I don't know how feasible it's going to be. Uh, I'll probably just paint them on like a city fucking park looking thing. Close enough. Yeah, It'll work.
0: Matt I, I do have, if you want to borrow it, I have a, a roller that has like a cobblestone look. So you can maybe green stuff some cobblestones around it to kind of look like it's an overgrown park or something.
1: Yeah, I might I might do that because I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. But, you know, I've only gotten one Cadian test scheme done so far. And I like it, but the I'm doing like a, a tiger-striped uh, black and white on gray urban camo and then black armor. But the the Tiger Stripe's just kinda of hard to read from a distance, so I might try something else. I'm I'm not sure yet.
0: Kinda of so. one of those uh too much effort for not necessarily enough return kind of things. Well
1: the the effort's not too bad on it. But it's just the fact that once it gets on tabletop, it just looks like grey. Like you can't you ah. can't tell that's Tiger Stripe very well.
0: So, ah, well, you yeah. might be able to make it pop a little bit more or something, but uh, not super sure how you do that without just doing different colors.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, so I don't know. I'll fuck around with that and try and find something to do for it. Uh, I got the other Acadian Command Squad from the second box built as well, so used one of the old banners on them so they didn't both have the exact same banner. Which, that arm fit surprisingly well on them, and it's not really that much different looking. So, it'll, it'll work for government work, you know. Because the command squad was scaled differently anyway than the normal dudes. So, who knows why.
0: I wonder, uh how much overlap they had in mind for like kit bashery because i know they're like the heads are a lot chunkier on old cadians and stuff but are, are the arms close enough that it's easy to swap out with old kits without them looking like fucking mutants
1: for the most part okay. um and on the the standard bear how he's standing it kind of covers it a bit as well uh so you know once i get it all primed and painted we'll really see how it looks so i'm, I'm curious how that's gonna end up uh,
0: Definitely be exciting to see all of those bastards on the board. Oh, right? uh, you you got a to see lot some of on the board. Oh, fully painted.
1: Sorry, yeah, agree, yeah, I'm excited to do that. That's that's the goal, is to get them up and running in the next couple of months. I also, since we've been playing some Kill Team, Andrew, I bought a new unit for Kill Team for an army that I don't own, and that is I got a box of Custodian Wardens, and painted. Yeah, like, this um, was uh, yeah surprise, right? Was,
0: Interesting news when you talked about this, because uh, we have the running joke of nobody likes custodians.
1: <laughs> yeah, in 40K. And I'm sure in no one will K. like them in Kill Team either because they are fucking just brick shit houses.
0: Yeah, you uh, read me some of their profiles, yeah. and uh, that's going to be ridiculous. But
1: I only get four of them.
0: That's that's the thing, yeah. If you if you're good at playing the objective, you can maybe win against Custodians. Yeah, it's co-
1: it's going to be very hard for me to hold objectives because I've only got four people.
0: Yeah, but they've only got like eighty wounds and do like four hundred damage. <laughs> well, and just because
1: yeah, they just... can eat shoot eat shoot everything they can see every turn, <laughs> that would be so fucking broken. Yeah, that's some that's some Terminator level rules right there.
0: Yeah, for sure. I uh, oh man, if they ever. A, if they ever introduce Terminators to kill team, that'll be ridiculous. B, if they ever introduce the Custodes Terminators, that would oh. be just stupid. That'd be like, here's your land raider for kill team. Because
1: I like those models.
0: They're great models. They're the best Custodes yeah, models. Yeah, those by and a long the shot.
1: Wardens are pretty much the only Custodes models I like. I'm not even a big fan of the bikes, really.
0: Yeah, the bikes are
1: okay. Yeah, they're, they're okay. But you know, speaking of bikes, I did get two sets of the new kick-ass Escher jet bikes. So I haven't, well, I haven't... That's a transition. Yeah, and it was a good segue. We were talking bikes.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like my earlier one. I have not gotten any of those built yet. Uh, I cracked open the boxes the other day and checked through them. It ought to be... They don't look like they're going to be too hard to build. There's not a lot of customization for each one of them, though.
0: Yeah, I imagine they kind of... Uh... Expect you to go wacky painting patterns and stuff on them more than anything. Yeah,
1: which when I when I saw my Warcom, I, I definitely thought there was a lot more customization for each bike, but that's not the case. But you know, make it work. Uh,
0: I Haven't seen their loadouts yet. They only they the the cutters themselves only have like three or four options to choose from, right? For
1: yeah. Guns. Yeah, they can take the uh, it's a grenade launcher, a plasma gun, or oh crap, what's the other one? There's another one too. I don't remember what it is.
0: Just a stubber, probably.
1: Probably that sounds right. I uh, got the Escher dice as well that came out with them. Because, you know, I don't have Escher dice. Actually, I don't have any fucking faction dice for Necromunda. I just have the basic ones. Only
0: ones I have are the squats.
1: You have the caldor dice.
0: No, I sold them when
1: I sold my Caudor. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Oh, I forgot you sold your Caldor. Yep. Yeah, so I've got that, and I've got the Wasteland Vehicle dice as well now for Ashways, so we can... I much have much.
0: those have those as well from the uh, the white elephant that we did. Oh
1: yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, and as well as uh, one of the uh, the the gray uh, McFarland toys, I have a, a gray Chaos Space Marine looming over me on my bookshelf. Right I'm now I'll eventually excited
1: paint. to see you paint that.
0: Oh, he's uh far down the totem pole of things yeah. I'm going to get to, but I'll eventually get to him. Yeah,
1: that that was another thing. I guess technically counts as hobby progress. Our group did a white elephant swap. Uh, and Andrew ended up with my gift, which was uh, a set of the uh, Ash Waste dice, because some of the group doesn't have it. Uh, and then that whip ass McFarland Space Marine, Chaos Space Marine specifically.
0: Yeah, with the plasma pistol and a power ball. So pretty cool.
1: look. Yeah, when I when I picked that, I was like, I kind of hope Andrew ends up pulling my gift. And lo and behold, he did. No, I didn't. But I did steal it. Yeah, you stole it. So you technically pulled it. You pulled it away from Jeff. Yeah, yeah, but
0: Jeff ended up getting um, ah, oh, what was it? He got that a uh, uh, really nice book or something. I forget what. No, exactly. I, I got the book. I got, got the, the book. I got the book,
1: right. book that was the gift that Jeff brought, which is um the Sons of the Emperor book, the really nice hardcover one. Yeah. What did Jeff end up?
0: He was happy with whatever it was he got. I forgot. Um, because everybody we we agreed ahead of time that our white elephant was going to be like useful things yeah. or cool things for the hobby, not just like I got you an old shoe and a bra or something weird. So white elephants can get uh, because
1: because Trevor ended up with
0: it was with mine where I got a painting handle, handle and, and the Games the Workshop, Games Workshop uh, painting pot yeah
1: and Phil ended up with what Trevor brought which was the um limited miniature for soul blight which I pulled initially yeah, the, and then uh, Phil fucking stole from me
0: the with the thigh high boots
1: oh it was uh it was one of the the nice paint sets is what Jeff got.
0: Oh yeah, the uh, army painters. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
1: One of the one of those Okay, that's yeah. Right. That was it? I was like, it was what? Phil? bro I was like, I could not fucking remember what it was though.
0: Yep. So that was a fun time.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. So got that. Got the Escher cards because they re-released those with some vehicle cards, which is cool.
0: Good. Snap those up as soon as you can because they don't reprint those. No, they
1: don't. Um, and then the only other forty k th- or Warhammer specific thing I got was I got the new ghoul king aberrant on chair that's so fucking cool looking
0: that is a rad model it's such a
1: cool fucking model i saw that it was the last of the boxing day ones they had i was like well grabbing that
0: as a uh, a perfect like big bad evil guy for a dnd campaign kind of thing
1: oh yeah uh and the other hobby progress i had that took up most of my hobby time was uh one of my uh one of my employees from work she wanted to do a couple of painted dnd minis for her brother and friend So she built STLs on Hero Forge and sent them to me, so I printed, primed, and then painted up uh, four D&D minis for her to give them for Christmas, which that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, It was the first time I've ever painted wings, I realized. One of them was uh, an Erakroka fighter, Ah. and I was like, I've never actually painted wings. Like feathery wings.
0: Yeah, it's 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 own thing. If you're just going for like monocolor, it's not so bad because then you can uh, dry brush and just pick out some spots with brighter colors. But yeah. Yeah. If you want to do multicolored stuff, uh, that's a lot of feathers to yeah, paint. Was,
1: I did not do well. It was it was two colors. It was um, it was like a teal and then like a, a light blue. So it was okay. like one row of one, one row of the other. So they turned out fine. I enjoyed them. Uh, it was a nice nice break from painting tiny little mans
0: to paint tiny little chicken boys
1: it was uh two chickens and two humans okay so, yeah so. and
0: I've, I've done a couple of the hero forge ones before they're uh they're they're nice and fast to paint they're they're not not highly detailed but they still yeah look pretty they're fun on they're, the
1: they're detailed enough but they're not like gw detail yeah it's not you know suck your soul out sort of detail level so, yeah uh, all right uh, but that's all the hobby progress i had uh what kind of games you played andrew you've played quite a few i believe right
0: Yeah, it was a pretty busy holiday break for me as well. So, um, starting off, this was right before the holiday break, if I remember correctly. I had a a Blood Bowl evening. Started off playing versus Trent. Uh, he didn't take his usual corn. He instead brought wood elves. Um, war dancers are brutal, is Mm. what I'll say. They have so many ridiculously good rules. They're really expensive, though, so he wasn't able to fill the board with elves like he might have been able to with other teams. Um... But I was able to. Uh, I got the, the first kick. I was able to get the ball. Made it most of the way past the half half uh, half line words. The the line. What go down the middle of the board? Um, wow, that was
1: and, you all right there, buddy.
0: No, I'm not. My brain it it be doing a melt today. Head, <laughs> um, Christ. So I got it, I got it past third base, and then I kicked it into the goal. No, so I got my orc past the uh, the midway point of the, the board, uh, and then his war dancer just barreled in and just, like, kicked my guy's teeth straight it's in. Uh, no, shockingly enough, he didn't break armor, but he had no problem knocking his ass down. Got the ball immediately, they got dodge. they got leap, they got all kinds of fun stuff. But by that point, I was able to get the rest of my team up, and I was able to fairly well box him in. And uh, <laughs> pretty much everything a war dancer does, they get on a two-up. And so Trent's like, oh, well, I have leap, so I can jump over your guys. And by this point, he unfortunately already used all of his re-rolls. So he's like, all right, I got this on a two-up. It'll be fine. It'll be great. So, of course, he rolls a one, and this guy eats shit and drops the ball, and I get a touchdown. And it was great. <laughs> and I uh, spent the rest of it just knocking his guys around. They have like seven and eight armor. They're they not hard to take down at all. And once you, once you punch an elf with anything, they just start to crumble immediately. So uh, that one fell apart pretty quickly, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, he also now knows what to do against orcs a bit better. So next time we play, I'm sure he will uh, be a little bit more heavy on the passing and dodging game than trying to punch my guys. So uh, that ended uh, one to zero. We ended up calling it at the half because uh, our friend Connor showed up. Our, uh, Jolly Giant, who uh, is becoming Blood Bowl Curious, hadn't actually played it much before. Uh, I think that was his second game that evening? Uh, uh, yeah, because he played did,
1: he played against Trent at uh, Phil's a couple of weeks ago.
0: Right, yeah, so I was his second game, so uh, his beginner's uh, luck was immediately gone. <laughs> we played another half game because it was getting late in the evening. He was playing Trent's Corn and uh, I won that one 1-0 as well because there were maybe three rolls in the whole game where I could not break armor and everybody else was getting put in the knockout box. Uh, by the end, I think he had four guys left on the board. So, uh, But he had a good time. Uh, he was immediately super thrilled and wanted to pick up his own uh, Blood Bowl team, which uh, his hobby progress, you gifted him a box of Blood Bowl Ogres, You're which uh, are extraordinarily difficult team to make work but they're very cool models and you know fun fun to have so i'm sure that'll get him going down the blood bowl road and he'll end up with uh, four or five teams like all of us do yeah. <laughs> so I,
1: I went in letting him know I was like this is a rough team are you sure this is the one you want he's like i love how they look and it looks like it'd be fun i was like okay
0: oh i said the same thing where he, i'm like okay well what teams do you think of he's like, ogres and i'm like ah mm, mm, i will warn you they all have the ner- bonehead at rule least it's not yeah. nervel yeah, it's so fair. If it was Nurgle, they, I would
1: have just told him no.
0: Yeah, great models and just everything else about them is bad in Blood Bowl, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, after that, we had multiple days where we ended up meeting up on Fridays and Sundays, which we don't they normally do. Uh, and I had, sp- Yeah, I had I had the spare time and people were just like, yeah, sure, I can meet up tonight. So we just had impromptu game nights, which was fun. So I ended up playing between those multiple days. I played three games of Kill Team versus Trey. Uh which was uh, interesting. It's the most kill team I've played in ever. <laughs> um, so we did my Chaos Blooded versus his Orc Commandos every time. Uh, the first couple were mostly practice games just because neither of us really know the rules crazy well. And we just want to get up on it. Um, so he did not know how uh, brutal some of my specialists can Jesus be on that team. Christ. So I kind of ended up completely stomping him the first game. It was it was bad. Um, so, cause Decided to just the,
1: gotcha him a bunch.
0: Well, pretty much, yeah. The Chaos Blooded are just an, a team of gotchas. They are incomplete glass cannons. They'll do shitloads of damage. They have tons of cool abilities if you can synergize them well, but they have a five up armor save and no toughness, and they will crumple like paper if you look at them funny. So uh, the first game, I completely won. Second game, which we played, uh, I think it was right after that, we, it was fast enough that we just re racked and did another mission.
1: Yeah, right. You Second guys game. Back to back.
0: Yeah, second game uh, was actually a tie um, because we were running out of time and we mathed it out. And it was one of those things where it was like, oh, OK, so if one of us gets this, we'll win. If the other gets it, they'll win. But we don't have time to figure that out. So we just called it even because, you know, it was, it was it was a legitimate dead heat the whole time uh, since he could... Uh, understand how strong my ogren is and how bad my sniper is and how bad plasma is, etc and so forth. So that was uh, that was fun. And then on the third one, he learned real good because it was my turn to get stomped. So he was able to just be like, oh, that fucker with the grenades. Snipe him immediately. Oh, does he blow up? Okay, he took out that guy. Oh, you grouped all these guys together. Let me hit you with my burner boy. Okay, they're all dead. It was, it was a lot of that. So it was a, a nice way to, to play some kill team where everybody won one and there was a nice tie. Um after that I ended up playing a Warcry game against Elias. Uh my legionnaires versus his daughters of Cain. Um the mission type was essentially just uh you get victory points depending on who took the most uh points worth of models out. So, you know, if I killed three of your guys and they're only worth 10 points each and you killed one of my guys and he's worth 50 points or whatever then you win because it was worth more. Uh very wrong points for kill team or for Warcry, yeah. but that was just an example. Um which was a really fun one. So he he leaned heavy on the, um, I forget what they're called, the snake ladies. Um, uh, he had one with that, Cain. Yes, but I don't remember the names of the.
1: Oh yeah, uh, no fucking! I have no clue. Well, i So he I'm took. Call them Marathlet.
0: Yeah, so he took a Marathlet, the one that was like a Medusa Hydra, I guess, or she had like snake hair and extra snakes coming out of her tail and stuff like that, and then another one that just had the big snake, uh, snake tail instead of the legs and then just a bunch of uh canites with uh whips and knives and so forth you know half naked elves who run really fast um so thankfully the legionnaires are uh, shockingly ter- durable as far as warcry goes they have pretty good saves if they have shields pretty high toughness uh do pretty decent damage comparatively so he was able to nuke a couple of my guys early and then i was able to kind of figure because this is only like my second or third war cry game so i'm still getting the hang of how to activate and all that since it's alternating activations um and i was able to like group my guys together where they're a lot more powerful and just kind of steamrolled them i killed killed his leader fairly quickly uh, once i started concentrating on her because she has like 22 no she had more she had like 32 wounds or something ridiculous um, and so I just spent four or five rounds back to back, just like completely focus firing on her. And as soon as I took her out, she's worth like three hundred and fifty points yeah. or something insane for that game. And once once that happened, it was pretty much just snowballed in my favor at that point because uh, I was able to keep my leader alive and I had a couple of my big bruisers left over. So uh, I ended up winning that one, which was pretty fun. Um, definitely excited to play more Warcry, Cry. Picked up the core book and everything. I'm, I'm continuing the year of the specialist game. It was, it was a fun time. Uh, ended up playing another Blood Bowl game versus Connor on a separate uh, meetup night. This time he tried out my Necromantic Horrors, or The Fun Dead as they're known. Uh, I ended up winning that one one to zero as well, played another half game. Main thing was just, you know, him getting used to a totally new team that played totally different from stuff like corn. So, you know, just uh, doesn't quite know the strategies and all that yet. But he's getting there. He'll, he'll he'll pick his team and he will probably start stomping us soon enough, I'm sure. Um, so it was a fun one. Werewolves being crazy fast and all that. Uh, he had a lot of fun with the ghosts having the no hands rules when the ball gets fumbled on yeah. them. And it's just like, well, shit, now it gets fumbled again. Uh, and it just had a lot of shit like that going on. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, yet another Game of Kill Team, this time versus Phil's Sisters of Battle. Uh, the mission type was I had to plant demo charges on an oil rig and the more that I managed to do the more points I would get and he was just trying to stop me essentially Uh, I ended up winning uh, 10 to 5 because I just made a really solid suicide charge where I got 4 of my guys on the objective and all of them were able to plant a charge and just accumulate a shitload of points in one round and uh, then Phil ran forward with one of his sisters with a flamer and promptly killed every single one of them in one shot it it was one of those ones where if it was just another kill match he would have absolutely won because he i had like two guys left at the end of it but uh since i just had to plant charges i ended up winning but that was that was a good time for sure um my flamer at the beginning of that also had a good a good run where he was able to nuke uh two of the sisters and almost kill his leader just barely whiffed that um because she was already wounded just a smidge from when i charged my ogren in and he whiffed all but one attack it did a little bit of damage to her and then she promptly decapitated him with a power sword it was the first first attack of the game. First charge, charged in, whiffed almost all of my attacks. It was just brutal, losing my ogre right off the bat. But it was still still a pretty fun time. Uh, after that, for the first time in just under a year, I tried out some forty k. It's uh, been a while, and I was um, I'm all excited for my Iron Warriors. So I met up with our friend Will. Uh, he also was doing a new army. He uh, had picked up some uh, impulse Purchase Black Templars recently. Totally out of and, uh, fucking left field. Yeah, apparently he got a a pretty good deal on that. Yeah, the man uh, loves him a deal. He
1: will play any army if he can get a deal on it, and I love it.
0: Yeah, and he's also got a a hard rule of no gray plastic on the table. So uh, he came to the board with models that still reeked of primer. That was we were getting very paint high during this match <laughs> we just played 1000 points so it wasn't too crazy only took like you know 2 hours mostly cuz we were just shooting the shit and taking breaks to go hey, what are the rules again for this army <laughs> um, he ended up winning 57 to 43 which uh, I made a couple of dumb moves on my own, partially because I don't know the rules super well and also because I'm still doing like AOS brain. So I like charged my demon prince into a squad and I'm like, yeah, he's a demon prince. He'll kill these guys super fast. Uh, super forgot that damage doesn't roll over in 40K. So I was like, all right, tons of damage. This does like six damage with this cool relic sword he has. And then he's like, cool, that's one neophyte dead. Yeah, I
1: forgot <laughs> that the cardinal was going to bless his driver.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs>
1: That's a dogma Ooh, it was, reference it was, for those of you who are too young for it.
0: It was a it was a rough one just because of that, so definitely have to think very differently flat. And then uh, continuing pretty much how I've been talking about 40K for the past couple of years, secondaries are kind of bullshit. Uh, there's way too many goddamn stratagems. There's way too much shit to remember. But at its core, it is a fun game. I will give it that. Uh, speaking of, next up, I played another 40K game against you, Tony, with your new Imperial Guard. Against this guy. Um, Yeah, and uh, you stomped me (laughs) to the point where I did not. We didn't even bother keeping track of the victory points because it was that bad. Um, Combination of I forgot some key rules, mainly my Lord Discordant can fuck up vehicles, and I completely forgot about that. some a combination of really good and really bad saves on my, my Terminators, uh, my legionnaires not doing super well. I probably should have gave them bolt guns instead of chainswords against your guys. Probably should well. have given them
1: bolt guns instead of chainswords, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did they did a whole lot of nothing. It turns uh, out ten my guys were doing, running
1: directly into a gun line is not their best plan.
0: My Havocs were doing really well against you until your tank looked at them and they yeah. all melted in one shot. So uh, you know, it just kinda Kind of went downhill pretty quickly, but, you know, again, had fun. Just it was uh, very compl-
1: reminiscent of the scene in Saving Private Ryan where the dude's in the bell tower with a sniper rifle and the fucking panzer just looks at him and then deletes the tower.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and then, you know, same complaint that I had. Too many goddamn secondaries, too many goddamn stratagems. I always feel like I'm uh, taking a test I didn't study for when I play a 40K, but it's fun to roll dice and move fun models around and hang out with some birds. So that is all my games played, which was a pretty good bit. You it's been a, pretty productive, a been a pretty productive holiday time for me.
1: Jesus, dude. Well,
0: How about you? Did you manage to uh, get any gaming in between Sling and Christmas sandos?
1: <sighs> Not that much. Not nearly as much as you. Uh, let's see. I did a game of Kill Team, uh, Into the Dark Kill Team specifically, so against Phil and his sisters with uh, my Kroot war Warband which the end of the dark rules are actually super cool. That like tunnel fight style. The scenario we did, like we each had a hallway on our side and then there were three big rooms in the center. I'm doing hand motions describing where everything is because, you know, it's great radio to do that. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So the point was at the end of the game to have more action points worth of models in each of those three rooms than your opponent and you score two points for each of them. Uh, and then there were also four little terminals to activate the cost in action. They were each worth one. Uh, Phil and I each activated two of the terminals because they are basically on your side. Right. The crew kill team is really cool in the, like some of its stuff. I can make its weapons silent. I can end up like moving and shooting with some of them. I can put up this bird thing with one of my guys that removes hidden tokens from your guys, which that's Ooh. really good. Uh, Just like
0: a scouting kind of thing? Yeah.
1: The Crute Heavy weapon is fucking mean as shit. It was just immolating, guys.
0: That's like the weird uh, Chewbacca bowcaster kind of thing, right?
1: Oh, no. That thing's great, though, because it's got two or three different types of arrows it can fire. No, this is the thing that looks like he's holding some fucking 50s vacuum in front of him.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah, that thing just fucking obliterated a pair of sisters. Uh, the, the key on that game though, was he charged both of my crude hounds with his eviscerator chick and just fucking whiffed. And then the two <laughs> Crute hounds just ate her to death. And he was like, Oh, that's not great. I'm like, yeah, that's not great. That's not great. Uh, that game ended up being an absolute draw because we each held one of the, I mean, we each held one of the sides and. And then the center one, I was able to run, sprint, and then use one of my abilities to get one of my guys through the door to where we both had, I think, uh, four action points where the people in the center, so neither of us scored it. Uh, Which is why you use secondaries, which we didn't.
0: Uh, You know, still learning new rules, especially (laughs) with adding the Into the Dark stuff on top of it.
1: Yeah, because that's only like my third or fourth game of Kill Team. Probably my fourth game of Kill Team, and it was both of our first Into the Dark
0: after having like five or six rounds of actual kill team, I think I'm finally comfortable enough to focus on secondaries and getting your uh, your ten credits worth of extra gear and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, after that, I played a game of 40k against Matt. It was my Imperial Guard versus his Dark Angels. It was fucking like nail-bitingly close. It ended 79-75. to 75. Whoa. Yeah, like it was, it was real fucking close. But it was a great game. Uh, my my key was my Death Strike missile ended up hitting one of his Terminator squads and dealing fucking twelve mortal wounds to it. So that that saved me because it, it allowed me to push him off of uh, his uh, stubborn defiance objective for a turn.
0: Was it? That's four dead
1: Terminators. That's four dead Terminators. I mean, it was a squad of ten of them but it, it allowed me to get a bunch of bodies on there to steal that objective for one turn to reset some of his points. Uh, but That's it,
0: enough that they almost have to take a morale check, finally. No, they don't. <laughs> they're They're, yeah, I know. they're, they're no space marines. Thought. They don't care.
1: Yeah, the Plasma Executioner is uh, definitely my MVP in these games, though. It, uh, it did some work against him. The next game I played was against Ben's Sisters of Battle. It was uh, a 1K with just a bunch of stuff that he... Kind of just finished building. Um, It did not go... Didn't quite have
0: paint fumes coming off of it, though. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no. No, it's like glue fumes coming off of it. Yeah. Um, It was not a nice win on my part. Um, I pretty much couldn't miss, and he couldn't pass a save to save his life. Uh, I know what that feels like. Yeah, His Repentia and a Rhino. The Rhino got hit by a Vanquisher the first turn and blew it up. His Repentia failed like a four-inch charge against my Bulgren. Uh, And then just got absolutely gunned down. So, yeah, that was kind of rough on him. Uh, We did a rematch of a 2,000 point game the next week. It started decently close. The first turn, my Vanquisher was able to break his fucking church gun tank missile thing. Like, it's a cool fucking model, and I really didn't want it raining. Uh, fucking fire on all my troops, so I vanquish her candidate to death. <clears throat> and then the, uh, the, the plasma tank killed his uh, rhino again, because, you know, fuck rhinos. But yep. that one, the nundums were horrifying. Uh, they got really close to my bulgrins and killed, I think, two of them. Uh, that was the first time I've gotten bulgrins into close combat and sweet fucking Christ, they are mean. Uh, they're hitting it like strength six, I believe, and I think they've each got like four fucking attacks, hitting on threes. Jeez. Like they just they beat the dog shit out of stuff with a bunch of two damage maces. Uh, the Vanquisher cannon ended up killing uh Morganval. Is that her name? Morganval.
0: The Nundum Leader Yeah,
1: the, the the boss bitch. Yeah. Yeah, the Vanquisher battle cannon shot her square in the face and just removed her from the board.
0: Yeah, she is uh, still just a normal-ass human. still Sometimes just a normal-ass human. Shot in the face with a tank kills most normal-ass humans.
1: Yeah, especially a tank that ignores invulnerable saves. That
2: mm-hmm.
1: has minus 5 AP. It's like, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's bad for everybody. That's bad for Terminators. It's <laughs> bad for Nundums. A can kill two Terminators with one shot. My God. Because it deals D3 mortal wounds afterwards. So if you roll well, you can kill two Terminators with one shot. Uh, Then the only other game I had was the 40k game against Andrew, which we talked about.
0: Yep, which uh, didn't go great for me, but it was still a fun time.
1: Yeah, plasma tank, man. Plasma
0: tank. Plasma tank.
1: It also didn't help that uh, your fucking daddy shrimp just whiffed a bunch.
0: Yeah, nope, had some bad rolls with my my Lord Discordant. Totally forgot the thing where I can point at your guys and go, hey, would you like some mortal wounds for your tanks? Tough shit, deal with it.
1: Yeah, you (laughs) fucked that up pretty good, but what can you do?
0: Fuck fuck that up real good, but you know, live and learn. New army for me. You, You won't forget it again. That's certainly fucking true.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, that's pretty much all the hobby progress and games played. Uh, Let's touch on some Warcom stuff. Anything interesting coming out?
0: Okay, um, yeah, it's uh, not as ridiculous as the last time we talked, which ended up being like an hour of the podcast, but there's still some pretty solid releases, so I guess we'll start off with some good uh, Necromunda weirdo goodness. Um, coming up for pre-order soon, we do have the Outland Beastmaster and Ripper Jacks, which oh, is uh, awesome. Some real cool weird. models. Got uh, oh, your, your, your Necromunda... Up-looking. Yeah, you get your Necromunda weirdo who's got armor made out of like beast carapaces, and he's got this cool cloak made out of some kind of alien leather and a cool like shock go taser lance kind of thing. And then he also comes with two, um, uh, we'll call them the Minox from Star Wars, but with a uh, super huge toothy vagina mouth. Yeah,
1: a uh, real, the Grimdark Minox.
2: Yeah,
0: they're, that's uh, a bad to listen to grimdark minox yeah that'd be fun (laughs) so uh yeah really cool um they introduced these guys in the ash wastes rule book uh talked about them a few episodes ago and i gushed over that book uh really cool guy i definitely want to have one for my squats at some point uh just extra excited for some good necromunda weirdos which speaking of in the same time of pre-order we are also getting a brute handler and chem dealer which uh it can help uh, you know, get your guys real high and makes your makes your brutes do a little more damage. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are fun models too. I like the uh, the brute handler. is kinda doesn't have like the hood, but he's kinda reminiscent of the uh the fat Rancor handler from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just got his uh he's got his big big gut and his power whip and he's just covered in chains and hooks and stuff. And there is a fire truck going by my house, so I we might have to cut that, that part out let's give them a second to roll on by they live down the street from a fire department so okay i should
1: just keep that in (laughs) including the moment of silence we had there
0: yep just just let them roll by okay we're good um yeah, very reminiscent of the uh the, the Rancor handler from Return of the Jedi. you, you could green stuff a hood on him and have pretty much the same thing but for Necromunda. Uh and then the Kim Dealer, who just has uh an oxygen mask for drugs, I guess. I I he's already got one hooked up to his face, so I guess this is the free hit for the kids where he's like, Hey kids, you want some friends on or something? Come on over. <laughs> so these are these will just be even more uh, fun weirdos to add to your gang. They're, they're getting a pretty good stable of them at this point. Pretty much everybody that you can get as a hangers on is a uh, very slowly getting their own model. And, uh, they've been doing a lot of them this year. They've been tons of Necromunda. Good, good weirdos coming out this year. Yeah.
1: And then there's two other ones coming out that I'm actually really excited about. Cause I love their fucking models. Good old oh, yeah. Rex Spires dude fucking dynamite he's missing a leg he's missing a hand half his face is burned so you know he's
0: missing he's missing two hands
1: (laughs) oh shit he is isn't he oh my god yep
0: that guy is uh he's not maybe not the best demo man but he sure loves it
1: man he has blown three of his four limbs off or someone has blown three of his four there is no proof that he did that with his own explosives andrew
0: that's uh, you know maybe maybe in the lore they'll go into it but as of right now we don't know that for sure.
1: But my favorite part is his name being such a great pun. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's Rex Spire. God, it's fucking beautiful. Uh, yeah, and he is can joy- place
0: can place three booby traps. That's
1: pretty fucking rad. Yeah, and he's got all of the traps. also they didn't paint it they didn't
0: paint it on the model but if you look at the art he has boom written across his chest so this guy's just he only likes exploding things and uh, you know i'm here for it
1: i I wish that they would have like they gave him a more serious face in the model in the the artwork he's just like fuck yeah i wish that would have been the face he had he looks kind of like
0: a grimdark obi-wan kenobi
1: oh yeah i see that
0: he's got a bit of a mcgregor thing going on (laughs) yeah Hello there. He, uh,
1: he also comes with Eustace Jet. Estus Jet? Esti- I guess it is Estes Jet. What did I say? Eustace? Yeah, Estace yeah, Jet.
0: You know, uh, naming conventions could be different in the far future of the 41st millennium, but Eustace would be a strange name for a woman.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Hey, did you just assume her gender?
0: I mean, she's got kind of a cheesecakey sort of thing going on, so yes. Yeah, that's fair. Also, she is made of resin. And not fe- not real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also true. Also true.
0: But yeah, very cool model. I like the uh the like, uh, edge lord ninja star pose thing she yeah. has going on with her throwing knives. She has a cool like power saber thing going on. Just another fun like, uh, necromunda weirdo bounty hunter.
1: I don't like how doofy thick the throwing knife she's holding is though.
0: I think that might be is it the handle.
1: Maybe maybe it's the handle.
0: It could be the handle or it could just be like a casting limitation, maybe. Or it could, it might be the angle, actually, because now I'm looking at it, it might be the flat
1: of the blade we're seeing. Oh, maybe.
0: And that line in the middle could be like the the, what is it, the blood?
1: The blood groove?
0: Blood groove, yeah, whatever. There's a a word for it, but I forget what. God
1: damn it. What is the name for that?
0: (sighs) The raised bit, so it doesn't get like vacuumed into a person's body whenever the blood wells up around it. Fuller. Eh? The Fuller. Ah, yeah, that is it. Like
1: I fucking know what it's called. I just couldn't remember it.
0: Yep, so that might be what we're looking at. But Maybe. it could just be it could just be a very thick knife, I don't know.
1: Like I, I love that they post pictures of the models, but at the same time, sometimes the pictures they post just make the model look bad when it's a great this,
0: model. They have I, I don't know if it's just like the, photo, the photography department or if they just sometimes it's just very difficult to photograph certain models but they do very often seem to pick sometimes the worst angle possible to see some of these minis
1: like the new Sentinel I was not a fan of the new Sentinel until I built one I'm like holy fuck this thing is cool
0: yeah, and it is a three D medium, so it could just be one of those things where you can't really appreciate it until you see all angles. So you know, yeah, that's true. but either way, other than the potentially super thick knife, this is a very cool. Yes, model.
1: yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, if if that is the only grief I have with a model, then it's a fucking great model.
0: Uh, and keeping on the Necromunda train, we do have yet another increasingly ridiculous Goliath character. We've gotten several of them back to back to back, but uh, now we have uh, Ajax. Gorgoth, who is—I uh, think he's—he's he's the the one of the leaders, if not the leader of the Goliaths. So I'm not super sure, but he's definitely one of like the higher up dudes. And this dude is—he's—he's he's extra weird, even by Necromunda standards. Like he's got a bladed chainsaw mohawk. He's got like. He's essentially wearing power armor. He kind of looks like a Terminator. He's got a huge power fist. He's got, like... It's not even, like, a chain sword. This thing is like a chain, like, butcher's cleaver. And then he's just got a cape made out of chains. Like, he's, he's so ridiculously over the top, even by no standards.
1: I want to paint him blue.
0: His He's got a, a pack on his back, I'm assuming, to power his Goliath power armor. And the exhaust port is a skull. <laughs> <laughs> So he's very over the top and very silly, and I don't think you could squeeze many more chainsaw mohawks on these guys. But as of now, this guy's like peak Goliath.
1: No, but his mohawk isn't a chainsaw.
0: It's got kind of a chain thing going. I don't know. It's weird. No, no. The but... the
1: front decals are a bunch of tiny skulls.
0: Oh, that's true. Now that I'm looking at it, you are yeah, right. Yeah,
1: they're they're tiny skulls.
0: I, I there, he's pushing like Escher levels of mohawk. <laughs> yeah, on how tall yeah, yeah. Is, though. It's a little, it's a little silly, even by Nicker standards. It's a cool fucking bottle, though.
1: I love his big ass fuck you chain sword.
0: I love his uh his Baron von Underbite oh, like like yeah. gob that he's got he's, going. He's on. He's also got
1: a metal nose.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's very silly. I do like him a lot. I think Goliath players will be quite happy to have him on the uh, on the board, especially because he has a powered servo claw, which is plus three strength. And I'm assuming this guy has stupid strength to begin with, yeah. so.
1: I like the chainsaw because it looks like he ripped it off a fucking Armager Helm uh, Warglaive.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's that size. It's that super chunky one. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: Uh, and don't forget, uh, they also, in that preview, showed the new Cawdor heads that look like Muppets.
0: Yeah, they'll probably look better once they're actually on a Cawdor. I don't
1: know, man. They're pretty Muppety.
0: There's one that's just candles. Like, <laughs> I don't even see how this guy can see. He's
1: got one eye open on there, and he's got a shield Kinda. over his other eye.
0: Yeah, maybe he's already blind. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> there is one that does just look like Beaker, and I love it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> damn it, it's ridiculous.
2: Uh, and they
0: and they all have fun packs to put on, and it's it's what you'd expect. It just it's a bunch of leather shit and you know bones and random things hanging out of it. It's it's the crap Codor would carry around.
1: Two of the backpacks have rats in them.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Codor. It's adorable.
1: I, I love it. Yeah, like I just so want the dude. I, I I want to build the guy with the candle head. With the backpack that's got the rat and dynamite in it, because there's no way having lit candles on your head four inches from dynamite can end poorly.
0: Ah, super smart idea. Wonderful thing to do.
1: It's called or it'll be fine course uh
0: another thing that uh is fantastic for me since i have a new battle tome for them coming up they showed off a new squig boss model who is uh extremely reminiscent of the old um Skarsnick model where he's got his uh squig on a chain yeah, Um uh, just awesome. kind of a newer one with uh better proportions and so forth and uh you yeah, know it's gits, so i like it so I'm, I'm very happy to to get one when it comes out
1: i love his little mushroom bag
0: He's, he's got a little mushroom bag he's got like this cool like forked beard guard thing on his mask he's he's like he's kind of like gets dr doom
1: yeah and his little squig has a mask how adorable
0: and his, his squig has a mask and apparently other Gits don't like him because squigs like him too much he hadn't been eaten to death yet so he must be weird but you know whatever he's he's a git he's got mushrooms he's got a squig i'm happy it's all i need
1: on the uh, the 40k side of things uh, out of total left fucking field, Primaris Asriel for the Dark Angels. Yeah. Did not see that coming, but my God, that model is fucking sweet.
0: We know three or four people who will be very happy for that. <sighs> our
1: primary 40k opponent is fucking Dark Angels.
0: I was going say, largest fucking 40k contingency in the country of people who play Dark Angels. We <laughs> need
1: di- the diner on Wednesday.
0: Fucking yeah, guys. come come to Athens for an ass kicking. Yeah,
1: I right. uh, hope you enjoy Armor of Content Terminators. Oh God, yeah, but uh, I say as
0: I played Armor of Content Terminators <laughs> well, against but, you, but
1: I, oh, God, I cannot wait to play someone who's not in fucking power armor all the time.
0: Well, it'll be a while. I mean, I could bring out my orcs, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very chaosy at the moment.
1: Oh my God, is everyone's army in fucking power armor except for Jeff's? Well, he's got uh, he's got World Eater. He's got power armor.
0: I I don't know if he has world eaters. He's definitely getting them when they come out. He's got he's
1: got thirty k world eaters at least.
0: Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I could just run them as normal chaos marines with the world eaters. Because Ben's
1: got dark angels power armor, Uh, sisters of battle power armor, Votan fucking dwarvy power armor.
0: Yeah, there's a. I mean, in our defense, like half of the universe has power armor in forty k. So.
1: Uh, anyway but yeah, the, uh, um, the helmeted option is way cooler for Azriel. of course always. helmets are just cooler uh, and he's got his little watcher bro on the base this time instead of as his own base uh, so but Helbrecht did per- it first so Helbrecht is cooler
0: so proportions wise is this watcher also Primarist because it kind of comes up to the same place it did on the previous one who was you know a chunky normal marine Well, so, so this, did-
1: this watcher is standing on like a pile of stuff you can kind of see it behind his foot he's standing on a couple of rocks too
0: Ah, yeah, that's true. Okay, I was kind of thinking he might be like that one weird tall Jawa in Star Wars.
1: He's got to be Primera so his little fucking legs can keep up with Azrael as he runs.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Game little Robo legs. It's great.
1: No, but I, I love that if Azrael's wearing his helmet, then the Watcher is just holding a big ass sheath that's taller than him.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'll never beat Sword Polisher, but this is uh, this is a yeah, pretty no, good little Sword little, Polisher. Little base is, weirdo.
1: That should have been on the fucking model of the year thing.
0: Well, it was last year. Is the problem?
1: Oh yeah, he should have won. Cause, just, just cause that you, servitor in general.
0: Because you voted for Hellbrecht last That's year, right, so I did. It's or just... I guess year before last. Now that it is officially twenty twenty three.
1: Yeah, fair, fair. Oh man. Uh, and then they also are releasing Space Marine battle forces.
0: Yeah, kind of unexpectedly, since uh, we just got a bunch of new Christmas boxes that they, like they normally do.
1: Yeah, yeah. You've got the Ultramarine one, which is uh, Marnius Caligar, and I believe. Um, chief librarian yeah yeah and then the really cool honor guard for caligar and then just a shitload of guys
0: yeah some some blind guard and then a bunch of intercessors or investors or whatever they're called
1: yeah uh the white scars one which is basically just fucking mario kart double dash the box
0: yeah plus uh what corsaro khan who i guess left his bike at home (laughs)
1: yeah i don't get that the leader of the white scars everyone else on this thing is on a fucking bike or a trike and he's just like i'll fucking walk I like
0: to think he can just like Naruto run as fast as a bike goes. God damn it!
1: <laughs> uh, a really cool salamander's box. Yep. They came with uh, Agrax Agatone, which is a weird fucking name for a salamander. Yeah, it, it
0: sounds like he should be saying it like you know, faux Italian. It sounds but, like he should be uh, an
1: Imperial Fist. Yeah, uh,
0: and then a cool Iron Hands box, which comes with a you know, two Redemptor oh, dreads damn, and some tech dreads iron father, what's
1: his tits? Ferios, uh, um, Cause you know, the iron hands are super original with their names.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, some like blood angels and stuff. I don't know. We're getting weird black Legion dice next too, which, uh, yeah. Leaning into the, not being able to have high contrast. I see these don't pop super well, yeah. but whatever.
1: Uh, Hey Andrew, what, uh, what two blood bowl star players have they revealed?
0: Oh, well, we talked about a couple of them last time, but, uh, you know, we're getting uh, Scrapper Sorehead, who is a uh, a goblin on a pogo stick, and we're getting Nobla Blackwort, which we did talk about last week, but he's an update of an early 90s GW chainsaw-wielding loony. Um, so, you know, ever-increasing roster for the goblins teams, and uh, ever-increasing chance that I buy a goblin team.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's fucking Bryce the Slice, the yes, chainsaw-wielding today, right Ghostmans.
0: Yeah. He was a, a, a guy who was killed by a chainsaw and uh, just really didn't love that. So he just came back with a chainsaw to wreak vengeance. He was killed by his own chainsaw. Exactly. And he was very embarrassed about it. <laughs> uh, the only thing that bugs me about this model is the teeth are going the wrong way.
1: What are they? Oh, on the chainsaw. On his, yep. Are they though? Yep. Oh, they are. Interesting. Interesting
0: yeah so maybe that can be uh flipped around and green stuff together or not but you
1: know uh, i wonder if it's like when they showed that space wolf heresy box uh and all of the dudes had their bolters on backwards Ooh, do you remember that bad. that was fucking no one called it that's it was bad
0: who, assemb- who assembled that no box clue. did they get fired was it just kind of a big whoopsie doodle i mean
1: yeah, but it was great
0: <laughs> that is pretty funny yeah, always happy to get more uh, Blood Bowl fun stuff. Kind of like Necromundo, we're just getting a buku of uh, various star players who are finally getting new models, or models in general, because as far as I'm aware, Bryce's slice has never had a model. Yeah. And uh, I will, of course, be getting him, because I have multiple undead teams. So this will be... He is one of the uh,
1: rare models that is kind of a miss for him
0: yeah he's uh they went a little too hard on the whole like flaming skeleton look he's more flame than skeleton on how they they did him unfortunately
1: yeah and it, it's that same thing it's just chunky it's chunky fucking fire on him
0: yeah so I'll, I'll still probably pick him up next time i feel like doing a forwards world order but uh yeah he's not he's not quite as good as the uh the new goblin guys I, or anything i
1: think i would like it more if instead of the flame coming out of his fucking eyeball and mouth it was more of like a ghost rider skull thing going on
0: just kind of like, like the, wreathed in flames yeah,
1: like the picture yeah
0: yep yeah. um yeah if i do pick him up i might see about like snipping that flame out of his eye and kind of like drilling the hole in it so that way he has both the eyes going but yeah. uh i don't know it's, it might be one of those ones where as soon as you see someone else paint him you're like oh shit that's actually a really good model because yeah. uh i just wasn't exactly wowed by how they painted the flames either on him so but either way glad that he finally got an official model
1: oh yeah and then uh they revealed the two new store anniversary models, which I'm not super stoked about.
0: Yep, went heavy on the dwarfy theme. Um, we have Tork Lenson, Admiral of the First Fleet for the Caradron Overlords, which is a pretty cool model. I like it. I do like that he he has a tiny toy ship in one of his yeah, hands for some neat. reason. Yeah, that's kind of Yeah, that's fun. He's standing so, on some uh,
1: crystals. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, or you get the other option where he's holding his helmet, which isn't quite as fun. But Yeah, uh, but the unhelmeted
1: helmeted head is the for, for once ever, the unhelmeted head actually looks better to me.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, I like it a lot. So, if for some reason I got this model, I would do unhelmeted head holding the toy boat. Because, again, he has a toy boat. Why wouldn't you give it to him? Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, and then it's also got Carl Jotgrindock, the Who's, fucking uh, VOTAN guy who looks like the other VOTAN guys.
0: Yeah, he. The original Carl call sorry the original call model that comes with the normal votan launch looks a lot better this one's i don't know he's got kind of a weirdly static pose he's just kind of like holding his sword and has his gun aimed. he's kind of like hey what's up yeah mm, my name my name's yot
1: yeah he's got yeah, lions just, for his little back I like, banner. so that's i like his a, head i like his mohawk yeah, well, the head's but, great. Uh, i want i just want that head to fucking put on a uh, ammo jack and necromunda
0: yeah, just uh, not a super inspired pose, unfortunately. Nothing nothing too cool about him.
1: Exactly. Oh, well.
0: And then uh, they're pulling the uh, the Warhammer supply drops out again. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's blind boxes for really expensive models because you want to throw $100 and go, I hope
1: I get something cool. Yeah, I think but. they're supposed to be worth significantly more, though.
0: Yeah, probably, but it's still just weird to be like, oh, I'm just going to get this really expensive Funko Pop blind box, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they're not available in the US, so ain't got to yes. worry about
0: it. It's a, it's a UK problem, so if you want Imperium, random Grand Alliance order, Age of Sigmar elves, or Underworlds, you can do that, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and it is, uh, it is retail value of double what the cost of the box is.
0: So I guess if you're just looking for something totally new to paint, maybe it's a good way to do that. Uh, a lot of good stuff in Underworlds, like we've said about several times, so that one could be worth it just for some cool side projects to work on.
1: Uh, I honestly feel like the Warhammer 40,000 one wouldn't be bad because I'm sure you'll have some stuff to make some kill teams in it.
0: Yeah, yep, that's, a, that's also a fair point. Um, I guess it is just Warhammer 40,000. It has a picture yeah. of the double-headed eagle, so I assumed Imperium, but it might just be anything which is, that's a that's a wide range of models yeah. to potentially get.
1: I think the Underworlds is probably the best one just because there's not like, oh, you can only get part of an Underworlds band. Like, it's, it's full things.
0: Yeah. yeah, like even the worst Underworlds band is still pretty solid as far as modeling goes. So I don't know, it's that, that weird,
1: the weird zombie one that's not very good.
0: See, that one's, again, I don't hate that one. It's just got a couple of interesting choices to it where it makes it not be amazing.
1: Red is poor hmm red interesting as poor
0: yeah um so yeah if you're in the uk europe australia new zealand or japan for some reason you can buy a blind box of warhammer shit
1: Longtime listeners will remember that andrew and i set hobby goals last year on uh this very episode on our review episode andrew how did you do with your hobby goals
0: Well, uh, for longtime listeners, like Tony said, uh, you'd know that um, my goal was 2022 would be the year of the specialist game, and uh, I think I did pretty damn well. Box
1: fucking checked.
0: Yeah, box checked, and then a few extra checks around the box, and then I had to draw an extra box off in the corner to put three or four more checks in. We, We did pretty good, I think. Um, between Adeptus Titanicus, which we did take a pause on, but everybody in yeah, our gaming group, week, whole
1: fucking gaming group bought into that in the past two weeks. Yeah, we kind of
0: bullied everybody into getting it, finally. It only took an entire year to convince, but we did it. Mission accomplished. Add in Airhorn sound effects.
1: Oh, speaking um, of hobby progress, uh, oh. I also got a Battletech Clan Command Star for Christmas. But I got a buddy who literally bought everything F- Battletech does for Christmas as well. Jesus everything like he bought one of every box because Barnes and Noble was doing a half off sale and he bought all of it
0: well there you go that's the that's the way to get into not titanicus titanicus right
1: and also uh I got a creality cr10 v3 big ass fdm printer to play with to help phil print out some terrain for our titanicus Woo! (laughs) so yeah
0: we did uh a lot of titanicus early in the year yeah we did and then we went pretty uh headfirst in the necromunda for uh most of the year uh eventually burned ourselves out on it a bit we played so damn much of it but that's a pretty good problem to have two, two games um, a week for a while yeah it was it was a lot of necromunda back to back to back uh and then we ended up going headfirst into blood bowl pretty hard which i'm still on that blood bowl train because <laughs> it's. Ditto. As, as we always say, Blood Bowl is uh, the easiest games workshop game to learn and the cheapest one to get into, as long as you have a friend who has a pitch. And even if you don't, the starter box is like 140 bucks, mm-hmm. which that's all you need if you want orcs or humans. Um, so, yeah, doing Blood Bowl, uh, getting into War Cry and Kill Team here at the end of the year. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some specialist games that we play, but, yeah, just pretty much consistently through the entire year. 2022 has been the year of the specialist game for us. It
1: really us. has.
0: Yeah. Man, we played a lot of Necromunda. <laughs> we played a lot of Necromunda.
1: I mean, it wasn't until the, like, I don't think I played my first 40k game until, like, fucking July.
0: Yeah. we Or Sigmar. Didn't we get... didn't
1: play Sigmar until fucking June, I think. Like, it was exclusively yeah, we did... specialist games.
0: Yeah, we, we did not get back into Sigmar until we knew we were going to Nova. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, we'll prepare for the doubles tournament Hell, and then we flip-flopped we between... Even,
1: we even learned a new game, Frostgrave, that might as well be a fucking GW specialist game.
0: Yeah, that would be a really fun one if GW did a similar thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's
1: called Mordheim. Yeah. God, I would uh, love Mordheim to come back.
0: Yeah, we'll see if they eventually do that. There's been enough people clamoring for it, kind of like what they did with Nickermunda for a long time. We'll eventually get something for it.
1: Yeah. Maybe.
0: But uh, yeah, so I, I've been pretty thrilled with our results on that. And I just, you know, keep buying more Blood Bowl teams and keep investing in new Nickermunda stuff. So uh, I think 2023 will also be, you know, the continuation of the year of the Specialist game.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, man. No, you, you did pretty good sticking to your goals. You didn't have a whole lot of goals you set forth.
0: I'm uh, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. Like, anytime there's, like, New Year's resolution, I'm like, I don't know, something easy and attainable, but, like, you know, good. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I set, like, a couple of, I'm pretty sure I can achieve these, and then some, like, I these are pipe dream to achieve ones. So.
0: Yeah, like, I'm never that person who's like, I'm going to work out every day, because every time I've tried that, I gave up after, like, three days. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, no, it's, if it's something I enjoy, then I'll keep coming back to it, and Specialist Games have been that. And as soon as I start getting bored of one game, hey, there's a shitload more to choose from.
1: So there were uh, there were a couple of things, because I went back uh, earlier this week and listened to that episode, or at least the resolution part of our episode from last year. There were a couple of things that I found fucking hilarious in it, Andrew. Mm. Uh, one of those things was, at the time, you thought four Blood Bowl teams was a lot of Blood Bowl teams. <laughs> Well, uh, you know i've only got like <laughs> six
0: blood Bowl teams
1: are you really i thought you had more than that
0: uh orcs black orcs i do have humans even though i never play them because i got them in the box set yeah. um undead undead fun dead, fun dead and now lizardmen.
1: okay yeah i guess it's like, yeah it's only six okay fair enough I, yeah i guess i've got fucking five
0: only six i say only
1: six yeah <laughs> only six and you're about to buy fucking goblins let's be honest here
0: Nah, I want to finish the blood the the the, the lizardmen first because they also have a bunch of star players I like. Oh, I really true. like uh, Glottal Stop and uh, uh, Zolcathazote and uh, you know there's they got some cool stuff. I want to I want to get a feel for them before I go go into goblins.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, huh, this time last year we were talking about how excited we were that our gaming group got to meet like once every two weeks and like every couple of weeks we were able to get a game in. Uh, this well, year we have literally met multiple times most weeks to play games.
0: Well, this was like the first time we'd properly gotten back into gaming after COVID. Yeah, and all I know. That, it's, so. just, it's
1: just adorable. I loved it.
0: Because we, we had a, a nice long stretch of, oh, we met once that month and it's been three months since then. Hey, we finally get to play again. Yeah. Now it's just like, everybody showing up Wednesday? Yep. Hey, anybody want to show up Friday as well? Yeah. yeah. How about Sunday? What, yeah, are guys, okay. what are you guys doing on Monday? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of that. So we've, uh, we've been... Blessed to have a shitload of people to play with in yeah, the area. It's,
1: it's good stuff. It's good stuff, and it's an ever-growing group too, which I love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, my my goals were interesting. Uh, my first one started as kind of a joke goal, and that was to get a legitimate resin Forge World Warhound Titan. Um, checked that one off the fucking list this year. So sure did. Sure did. That's uh, that's gonna be hard to top.
0: Yeah, you just gotta go. Uh, get a war hound or a war lord and no. a, um what is what the is the other nemesis or f- war master yeah no, yeah
1: no it's the nemesis the big big bat gun guy no oh,
0: yeah war master is the uh, titanic is the only <laughs> yeah. one right no, now
1: i'm not i'm not doing that
0: <laughs> cut to 2024 when tony's like so i got a war master <laughs>
1: all right war guys lord. don't freak out uh the <S S- other one was uh talked about doing an aos league but that actually ended up falling through because we replaced it with Necromunda.
0: I'm still down for an AOS League. That'd oh, yeah, fun. agreed.
1: Because uh, we were talking about a slow-grow league. Ironically, with Elias and Trevor, before we actually met them, and they are now part of this gaming group because they were other like ancillary friends of people. So Hey, it works out. Yeah, right? Yeah, it didn't happen because one of the other ones was... Talk to Phil to see if he still does Necromunda and see if he wants to play it with us. Turns out literally like two weeks later, Phil happened to text me going, hey, are you interested in playing Necromunda with us? And we haven't fucking looked back.
0: Pretty much.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it was hilarious. The timing on that, too, because like that episode hadn't even actually released yet. And Phil didn't know we even had a podcast and reached out asking about Necromunda
0: serendipity i think is the word
1: i believe so uh my goal was to paint more than i did the year previously which i believe i did i painted a lot of stuff uh and improved my painting pretty significantly even over just the start of the year looking back at some of the stuff i was happy with at the start of the year i am now very unhappy with and want to strip and repaint
0: yep i uh kind of feeling that with the kits right now but there's way too many for me to do that so i'm just going to paint the new models better <laughs> yeah
1: uh, my goal was to paint more stuff than I purchased. That never is going to happen, but it's a goal every year.
0: That's a fair one, yep.
1: But it will never, ever happen. God, no. Uh, one of them that I just absolutely failed on was build the Bane Blade that I've had in my hobby pile of shame for four years. Uh, it is now a Bane Blade that has sat in my hobby pile of shame for five years.
0: You just <laughs> got a new codex. Now I is did. the time. I did. Uh, crank that thing out before you have three rogel dorn tanks to build
1: i'm only gonna get one rogel dorn for now um i don't believe you (laughs) yeah that's that's safe the uh my favorite thing was uh when we were talking about it. i was like man it's going to be an expensive year because skaven and guard are both apparently rumored early in the year Uh, neither of those came out early in the year one of them technically isn't out yet but uh and i quote I'll be fine because as long as the guard don't get a full model relaunch, I won't need to buy anything. And even if they do, I'll just pick up torsos and old models for cheap and use those. Womp womp. (laughs) Oh, past me was dumb as fuck.
0: Ah, yeah, well, you know.
1: (laughs) Yes, so that's not the case. Uh, In fact, I haven't touched my old guard models and I've gotten 70 of the new guard models that I've been working on. Because they don't look doofy as fuck with big-ass hands and heads.
0: Yeah, it's 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 hard to resist the hot new thing for an army that you already really like. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the new models that are coming out for it. The fucking Rough Riders, Lord Solar. Mm, fucking cool as shit. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. So, all in all, I think Andrew and I did pretty well with our hobby resolutions last year uh ironically my like long ball that i thought wouldn't happen was buy the warhound and my yeah i'm sure i'll do this was build the bane blade and i flipped those two
0: well you know it helped that we uh went to nova and we're all we're all hyped up on hey we're actually here and it's super fun and exciting juice and they're like hey we have like five of them in stock you'll want one you get some fun stuff with it and you're like well you know <laughs> and maybe matt I was shouldn't. like
1: hey don't buy it Ooh i'm gonna go wander off over here and you and matt were like, or you and fucking mike were like buy it buy it buy it buy it buy it i
0: said buy it buy it it. it. and then i went wait i'm not supposed to egg him on and then i was mostly quiet and then michael was there going buy
1: it buy it (laughs) i'm not supposed to egg him on but michael can
0: yeah exactly because i wanted to egg you on but i said i wouldn't
1: (laughs) that doesn't stop you no that's fair oh man
0: i will egg you on for a warlord though i'm not going to stop for that
1: (laughs) well i'm gonna have to sell way more sandwiches for that do it (laughs) Um, world
0: needs sandwiches tony just like you need a warlord (laughs)
1: Oh, what the fuck is sandwich in Latin?
0: Sandwich. Scale wise, I think the Forge World Warlord would probably be like the, uh, what is it, the Emperor class Titan compared to the other ones for Titanicus? Yeah. Because that one's stupid huge.
1: Oh, okay. Apparently it's Sandwicho, but I don't believe that's real Latin. Because I don't think I sandwiches don't... were things.
0: Yeah, they weren't really invented at that point. Like, I'm sure somebody stuffed meat between slices of bread, but I don't think well, I know, like, I know ah, b- a sandwich. Bread is
1: uh, p- pane. Let's see what bread meat in Latin is. Bread meat. <laughs> yes. Is
0: this our band name? No. Bread meat. Uh, oh, panacebum. panacebum.
1: Yeah. All right. There's. There it is. That would be my warlord titan's name is Panacebum.
0: Panis <laughs> panace- or cheapum? I don't think they had
1: sis th- th- sound. Oh, Let I think see. it's. I think it makes a k sound. Oh, chibum? I guess I could hit the button here. Hold on. Penis panis Cheebum. Panis, panis, chibum. panis chibum. <laughs> The good Google Translate. God damn, that was great. Panis Cheebum. Oh uh, my god, the, the more rob- times you hit it, the, he says it slightly different.
0: I said the robot voice sounds kind of drunk. Panis <laughs> Holy
1: fuck. Oh man. Alright. All right. <laughs> anyway. So... All in all, I'd say it was a pretty solid 2023. Uh, we're not going to do... All in all, I'd say it was a pretty solid twenty
0: twenty. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, 6.2 is going straight to the head, Apparently huh?
1: Apparently so. All in all, I'd say it was 7. a pretty 7. solid 2022. Um, 7.2. 7.2. 7.2, okay. But we're not going to do like we did last year, where we go month by month and talk about the billion fucking things that came out. Let's, uh, let's just hit some high points. Andrew, High points. Tell, tell me one of the great things that came out of this year.
0: Oh, great things that came out of this year. Let's see. Um, I mean, even though I'm not an Eldar player, I, I gotta say the fucking Avatar Arcane model is pretty choice. It's that is a fucking solid, cool. solid update to that goofy old kit. So solid it's, at
1: one model of the year.
0: I mean, I didn't vote for it, but it was one of those ones where I couldn't <laughs> say no. I mean, that was Hashtag just a really not, good, not
1: my model of the year.
0: That's just a really good model. I was it was, I didn't vote for it, but I was like, Yeah, okay, cool. That's a good winner. That's that's just a good a damn good model.
1: Yeah, it was solid, man. Like it really was.
0: How about you? What's what's one of your good highlights right off the bat?
1: Well, I mean, I'll be remiss if I didn't say go into fucking Nova. Like Oh, I thought we were talking about models. Oh, but yeah, okay. Nova's. Yeah, just, sure. just in general. Just hobby hobby in general.
0: Hobby in general. Oh. I would have started with that. I was thinking models. Oh,
1: my bad. <laughs> okay. Well, we can both agree. Nova was fucking great. Like, that was oh, such yeah. a fantastic experience. But like, I thought going to the NOLA open the year before was amazing. Nova blew it out of the water.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, no, NOLA was a good time. We had better food there, maybe. Oh, the yeah,
1: well, fuck. no. Um. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. the Italian place at the end. Our, that might have evened out, actually. A
1: rib and dirt cheese was the best food we had from either place. Carmine's. But, yeah, that's what I said, a rib and dirt cheese. <laughs> But Nola was consistently better food.
0: That's fair. So, averaged out, they were probably roughly the same, but... Um. Yeah, no, but on the whole, Nova was a way better experience. Yeah, More stuff going on. I mean, it's a much larger yeah. convention than what they had at NOLA. Um, but you know, the combination of being able to meet up with all these people we've been talking to on the bad gas for ages, finally getting to mm-hmm. meet up with Michael, who was, you know, our first guest and yeah, yeah it, hopefully we'll have him on again at some point in the future. Um, uh, meeting up with the bad cast crew again hanging out with dan and campbell it was a good time I, I was very happy to just have most of a week of just you know nerd summer camp uh, essentially
1: second place in laser tag that we should have won oh that was so much fun was, i when i signed us up for that i did it as like a goof not thinking we would have nearly as much fucking fun as we did that, Also, didn't also honestly realize it was gonna go so long
0: <laughs> honestly might have been the highlight of the weekend
1: <laughs> it was so much fucking fun
0: Which is saying a lot, because we played a lot (laughs) of very fun games. The AOS Doubles Tournament was a ton of fun, other than Kurnoth Hunters being total bullshit. (laughs) Um, uh, 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 You know, getting stomped in Blood Bowl, which sucked at the time, but it was still really fun to see just that much Blood Bowl being played. And that many people being really invested in the game. It's it's just super fun. Walking through the 40k area, seeing like the hundred plus tables.
1: That event got me more motivated to do stuff in this hobby than anything ever has. I I
0: mean, just like talking with Chris about it, how how crazy invested he is in 40K specifically Mm -hmm. and talking strategy and stuff. It kind of got me excited for it again. Granted, when I went back and played it, I was like, oh, right, there's a reason I don't play this a ton. (laughs) But it's still a really cool universe with really cool lore and really cool models. So I do still like the game. I just really hope 10th edition comes out soon. Uh, Rumor mills June. I'm very excited for it. I hope they pare it down and maybe introduce a lot more alternating activations, but uh, that's a talk for a different time.
1: Uh, all right, so what's, what's another highlight then?
0: Oh, another highlight. Um, The introduction of Necromunda ash wastes, being able yes. to have vehicles in Necromunda, which is you know something that we've been kind of goofing about for a while, and just it's finally been realized. We got some really cool new gangs with it. We got the new ash waste nomads with their cool giant flea bug things that they ride we got the squat gang finally which is you know the first time they'd really brought back squats in 25 yeah. plus years and then or they did like it that. in two
1: game systems
0: yeah and then they done did it again with the leagues of otan so you know that's that was a that's a huge thing for 40k as a whole is bringing back squats it's it was like sisters for a long time where it was just a continuous joke yeah and they were they were GW's, the running joke
1: even at gw um, they were the joke
0: yeah, and then GW is like, fucking shut up. Here, take the models. Just be quiet. <laughs> and everybody went, yes, thank you. Good. We'll purchase these from you.
1: Uh, I'm really enjoying that even with, like, in Necromunda, in 40K, in Age of Sigmar, the storyline is advancing in everything.
2: Yes. And they've really finally.
1: started doing that a lot this year. And I really, really like that because it's not just the same stagnant, oh, it's just this one thing over and over and over and over again. Like the, the narrative event they did in New Mexico. That actually has repercussions in the lore of the universe. Which yeah, is which great.
0: They've done a few times in the way past, like early 2000s they did... Um, yeah, uh, Armageddon
1: it? and Abaddon's 13th Black Crusade. They both did those.
0: And uh, Storm of Ruin or something like that with uh, Warhammer Fantasy where Archaon was pretty blatantly supposed to win and then Grimgore kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of you know. I'm glad they're coming back to that sort of stuff, or that 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 dictates kind of the direction that the uh, the story is going to go, which is really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: uh The balanced data slates in 40k have been another huge thing.
0: And Sigmar and as well. And Sigmar they've as been, well, but they're they're, they're been,
1: way more critical in 40k than they are in Sigmar.
0: Yeah, too many goddamn rules. Yeah.
1: But the fact that GW is actively being like, okay, this needs to change. How do, And it's not just, how do we nerf this thing at the top? It's how do we bring these things from the bottom back up to try and get everything in the middle line. Yeah, They, they release they're, them they're, quarterly, and they make a huge difference to the game.
0: Well, there's a lot more on the ball in general mm-hmm. with stuff where, you know, Votan rules were legitimately broken when they came out, and mm-hmm. within, like, three weeks, they're like, okay, we hear you, <laughs> they're fucking broken. <laughs> so late. bad Here's they released
1: one... a James Workshop video.
0: Yeah, this one keyword change that makes them still incredibly powerful, but not like legitimately broken. Yeah. So it's just good that they're willing to be like, okay, the community is really pissed off about this one thing. We got to, clearly, this is busted. We need to fix it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Skaven finally got an update, which. Yep. Oh my God. I'm, I'm a little only, bitter. I'm a little bitter there was only one model.
0: Well, if you include the Shadespire guy or the uh, Underworld Skies, you got a few more. Yeah, but
1: I need to get that Warband. That Warband's cool as shit. And they're yeah, very it's perfect. Good. For,
0: it's perfect for gutter runners. They're really well, they're awesome. They are like their data
1: sheet in Sigmar is fucking stupid good.
0: Well, there you go. Even better. Yeah.
1: But yeah, finally um, finally getting that update was huge.
0: I mean, fucking November was a big one for everybody in this podcast cuz mm-hmm. uh you got new guard, I got slaves to darkness that finally got me to pull the trigger yeah. on that army. I mean, these are some awesome models between the two of them
1: yeah hey andrew did you start any new armies in 2022 uh,
0: yeah i got uh i got started on a uh, new year new army a little early i uh i <laughs> got uh slave startness like i said yep. i got chaos space marines yep. earlier in the year i started chaos knights yep. which i still need to get a few more for so i can actually field them so uh 2023 is probably going to be the year of chaos for me i got a lot of a lot of shit down the pipeline that i need to do especially since world eaters are also coming up so i'll probably end up getting a few of them and you know i'll have too many spiky boys in my future
1: i almost said i don't think i started a brand new army this year but you can count knights but i already had two knights from years ago
0: yeah, but you also are essentially starting a Cadian army right now too. So
1: it's not new; it's revamped. There's a difference. Yeah, new year, yeah, revamped yeah, 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 army. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's how that. That's how that works.
1: <laughs> yeah, because other than the knights, I didn't actually like start anything fresh. Uh, Soul Blight were the year before. Soulblight were the year before.
0: But you still need to finish them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well we got into specialist games and then that's by the true. time we yeah. got back into age of sigmar skaven were coming out
0: yeah that's true as well yep so. but yeah uh just across the board just some really amazing models as usual at this point uh and some some very fun times to be had oh, yeah. with uh, the year of the specialist game
1: <laughs> yeah I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to more specialist game
0: yeah for sure i'm uh uh, eventually, we want to do at least a short ash Wastes campaign because uh, we haven't gotten to play with all of our fun new buggies and stuff yet, yeah. and nobody knows the new rules. But that'll be a good time. I'm very excited to play more Warcry. Just a couple of games I played recently has got me very interested in the rule set. It's fast and easy, and you know if you end up getting stomped because the dice were bad, really doesn't take much time to re rack and do it again. Kind of yeah. the same with Kill Team. Um, Always happy to play more Blood Bowl. We're gonna have Lizardmen this year. There's probably gonna be at least another team released. Just with the rate they were going, uh, probably either vampires or Tomb Kings. Fingers crossed, we'll find out. So
1: it's it's gonna be or a good Bretonians. time. I think it might be Bretonians.
0: It's not gonna be Bretonians. It, it might be
1: Bretonians.
0: Bretonians. <laughs> All right, that'll that'll be my thing. I will bet not actual money or anything, but I will bet that Bretonians don't get released next year
1: in any game system.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty safe bet.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh, no, 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 old... no. You already said it. No, you already no. said it. You already said, nope, you said it. Unless the old world comes out, because
0: they've already confirmed they're coming back.
1: You already said it. Too late.
0: Nope, we're not counting old worlds.
1: <laughs> fucking Bretonians and Necromunda just fucking bamboozle everybody.
0: Uh, Caudor look up and they're like, "Hey, we've got the medieval bullshit <laughs> on lockdown, buddy. Get your kettle helm out of here."
1: Uh, Andrew, I want I want to hit you with some uh, some podcast trivia from our our. Last year, our twelve months of twenty twenty two, all right.
0: Oh podcast trivia. Okay, okay, okay.
1: What do you think was our top download source? Source? Yeah, between like uh castbox, the podbean app, uh um, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Chrome. Um
0: Fuck, I don't know.
1: Spotify? It was, it was Spotify. Thirty five percent of our downloads came via Spotify.
0: Yay! I think that's universally the most used Probably, app for yeah. podcasts right, at this point.
1: That's what I use. All right, what do you think was our most downloaded episode?
0: Oh, I think I remember this one. It's uh, I think the Necromunda Roundtable.
1: It is. It is the Necromunda Roundtable with fifty-four downloads. Hey. Uh, follow big me. numbers. Yeah. Hey man, uh, we got forty-eight on three others: the Resin, the Hobby Slump, and the Spooktacular.
0: <laughs> i could have thought the dumb one we did as a one-off
1: <laughs> no no this was the second uh. spooktacular this was the 2020 2020- ah. sorry this was the spooktacular i missed a p and apologies
0: i mean yeah you gotta have you gotta have the correct pronunciation yeah.
1: but uh we had 687 downloads this year which is awesome so big thanks to the listeners for you know sharing the podcast with their friends uh because apparently something happened in june and we at we went from averaging like 20 to 30 downloads a month to like fucking 60 to 70 downloads a month so keep telling your friends about us two idiots
0: saw a nice big bump out of california which was unexpected yeah
1: yeah so california listeners thank you uh let me know how you heard about us if you would shoot us an email at uh dice like ice podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on our patreon dice like ice podcast at patreon Uh, or instagram or instagram we
0: we we do occasionally check the Instagram. Yep. I don't check yep. Twitter or Facebook because for a multitude of reasons, they're horrible these days. Yep. And, yep. you know, Instagram's probably not too far behind. But for now, we do check it. Uh, find us on Twitch. We're Dice Like Ice on Twitch. Yeah. Sometimes we're really bad at Battlefield.
1: All the time we play Battlefield, we're really bad at Battlefield.
0: That's fair. I'm in my 30s. I'm not as good at gaming as I used to be.
1: Man, I miss being good at games. Right? so i'm
0: good at support i'll throw down that ammo pack. Yeah. i will i will make I'll sure you have a full ass. gun
1: i will i will yeah. revive you i will die doing it but i will throw a smoke grenade and get your ass back up
0: that's why i like battlefield i'm bad at shooting now but i can
1: i can <laughs> still play i can be a team player i can help you still get some points yeah not gonna be a lot they're not gonna be pretty but i can get some exactly oh man so uh andrew what hobby goals do you have for next year Hobby goals for next year. Give Um, me one, like, pipe dream goal in it, too.
0: Pipe dream goal? Yeah, you know, Uh, like
1: the buying a Warhound Titan.
0: (laughs) Well, unless something drastically changes with my career, I probably won't be able to shell out that kind of money. But, um, oh, geez, on the spot. I don't know. Um, Pipe dream like absolutely not going to happen pipe dream. It would be fun to be one of those fucking crazy people who has an army for every aspect of chaos.
1: Ooh.
0: It will not happen. I'm not going to say I'm even going to try for it, but that would Ooh, okay. be a fun an, hobby pipe dream. A
1: possible attainable pipe dream goal.
0: I mean that one is attainable. I'm just not going to do
1: it. <laughs> that you could actually that you would make try and make progress towards. Um
0: it would be really cool to actually play an apocalypse game like a really Ooh. good one where we get everybody together, everybody who has 40K, we get the actual new apocalypse rule system out and we just like slam hams, do just everything we got. and just like, you know, Xenos versus Chaos versus Imperium. I think that would be rad as hell. Ooh, I like
2: that.
0: I have no I, idea I... how apocalypse plays these days, but you know, I got a lot of models. I could throw some stuff yeah. down. Yeah. We could so fucking that,
1: reenact um Hell's Reach.
0: Yeah, so that that's you know, might not happen, but that's a, an attainable hobby goal, I think.
1: Alright, what well, uh let's see. Ooh. What will be mine? My pipe dream one. Okay. I would like this year, my goal is going to be to actually get a gold in armies on parade. Ooh. Win one of the armies on parade categories is my goal.
0: Ah. that that would be really cool i am a mediocre painter (laughs) next next time they do armies on parade let me know i'll do age of sigmar and you could do 40k or vice versa
1: oh let me know so i can enter the same things and crush your hopes and yeah so i can (laughs) fucking
0: destroy your hopes (laughs)
1: just absolutely
0: step on your hopes balls
1: oh no andrew you can only paint greens and reds for this one sorry bud i i know it's what you paint anyway it's bullshit you're actually a better painter of green and red
0: which Do you want me to send you no, my picture of off. my shelf full of green skins?
1: <laughs> They're actually red skins, just none of us have had the heart to tell you.
0: Oh, mm, that's not great Ooh. in our current political climate. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Corn demons, that's what he's talking yeah, 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 about. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. No, commanders.
0: Yikes. Mm, uh, pulling the collar, let's move on.
1: Uh, it was a football joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I
0: knew that one for sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: of course, of course, of course. Yeah, but so that's that's my pipe dream goal, is to put enough effort into an army to get gold in one of the categories.
0: I think that's very attainable for you. I, uh, you were always a pretty solid painter, but I will say over this past year, you have definitely improved tremendously. You've uh, absolutely put in a ton of time and effort to, to making your painting better than when I started knowing you a few years ago, let alone just within the past year.
1: Well, thank you. That actually means a lot coming from you because you are a solid fucking painter hey right, what's uh, what's another resolution you got
0: uh, another resolution um, continue 2023 just being the year of chaos I guess even if I don't go full you know every aspect of chaos I'm I'm just been very excited for the Slaves of Darkness I'm very excited for doing some, some normal chaos space marines uh, world eaters are super interesting to me the Age of Sigmar stuff could expand into another chaos army at some point Hedonites are very cool models I've always been interested in uh I like the Maggotkin, you know, get it could just Chaos it,
1: Chosen Blood Bowl team.
0: Chaos Chosen Blood Bowl, I could get corn. I mean there's there's options. You so Nurgle I, I...
1: <laughs> There's your no. pipe dream. Win a game with Nurgle. <laughs> Win one game with <laughs> Nurgle. <laughs> Entirely unattainable. So I'll take a bunch of star
0: players and not actually run a bunch of Nurgle. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. That's that's an entirely. I would I would rather say I'm going to get a Warlord Titan from Forge World first.
1: So bad.
0: Ugh. So yeah, Chaos. I'm okay. very much digging that vibe right now. We'll see if I stick to it. I got a feeling I will, though. I'm really liking these Slaves of Darkness models, especially the uh, updated Chosen and Chaos Warriors. They're very cool. Yeah, they I uh, will not go Marauder spam unless they release new models, though, because boy, those are some they're, chunky old pieces of shit. They're
1: real bad looking. Like real Marauders bad. were some of the first Age uh, Jesus Warhammer fantasy models I bought when I got into the hobby in 2000
0: yeah they're uh they're on the level of those marauders like, can uh,
1: actually drink
0: yeah they're on the level of the old Cadians and the old uh, uh katachans they've they're, got they're the big Katachan, goofy arms yeah. they got the big goofy arms they got the big goofy heads they're not good models
1: yeah for sure
0: well, how's about you what's a what's another hobby resolution you're looking forward to an attainable one
1: I, more attainable i want to play in some competitive events
0: more than we've already been doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, more than, because we only, we only did Nova this year. Yeah. But I'm talking, like, going to tournaments. Uh, be it Nova, be it some of the ones down in Augusta, local tournaments, stuff in Atlanta, Giga. I want to compete in a, some more tournaments. Uh, 40k, just Sigmar, anything specific? Blood Or Blood Bowl, anything. I just want to get some more competitive play.
0: Oh, so just tournaments across the
1: board. Yeah, because that's, I believe that's how you get better at the game. That's certainly true.
0: Repetition and practice will mm. definitely uh, get well, those rules nailed in your head.
1: And if you know, if I win a game, that means I've done something right. If I lose a game, that means I can learn to do something better from it.
0: Or you rolled nothing but ones. I rolled but nothing that, but you, ones. That can't be helped.
1: Exactly. All right. What's what? You got any others?
0: Um, not off the top of my head immediately. Uh, you know, just the super basic. Paint more models, man. Yeah. Yes. It's. Yeah. it's, it's what keeps me going in this shitty world? So, I will keep painting some models.
2: There
1: we go. Uh, maybe I will actually build that fucking Bane Blade, or you'll hear it on uh, my, oops, didn't finish this, year six yeah. Bane Blade.
0: See if we're Maybe I should just six. never
1: do that Bane Blade, so it's always the running joke.
0: Yeah. Dice like I see year 23. Yeah. Oh,
1: yep, didn't get the Bane Blade again. Yeah. Um, I do want to get my Warhound built this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that. it, We've, we keep promising more content for the Patreon, i.e. any p- content for the Patreon. We were supposed but, uh, to
1: record Patreon content on Friday, but then work worked, it works.
0: Yeah, so uh, bare minimum, I think a really good thing would be video the process of building the Warhound.
1: Uh, Andrew, are you free Sunday? This Sunday? Yes. Yeah, should be. Okay, do you want to try and do that record episode on Sunday?
0: Uh yeah I should be around yep. for it I'll let you know if I have D and D but otherwise yeah I should be Fair. around
1: uh, we could also do it earlier too I'm free all day Sunday so
0: cool yeah
1: should be should be around okay. so yeah listeners uh we should be recording a Patreon episode this Sunday so check that to hit our Patreon in the next six to twelve business weeks
0: <laughs> and if not look forward to a Warhound Titan video yeah. within the next year it's gonna happen
1: I guess I guess I have two pipe dream uh fucking possibly attainable ones i would love to get that warhound titan built and i would love to paint it and enter it in the large scale category at nova
0: oh yeah that'd be a good reason to whip out the airbrush because uh, well I, I would some... i would
1: do it as a uh, legio solario like i'm doing my titan Legion.
0: yeah because you're you're repainting your
1: titanicus stuff because right? we have another guy who's doing uh legio and autumn and i'll be damned if there's going to be two of us playing that Legion. Right
0: I'm here. sticking with the murder lords, and yep. as far as I'm aware, I'm still the only traitor, so... Uh,
1: no, Phil's doing traitor, and um, I think Elias is also doing traitor.
0: Oh, are they? Okay, I think they believe were doing... So. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm, Phil is definitely doing traitor.
0: What's, who's he doing?
1: Um, Mortis? Or maybe Elias is doing Mortis.
0: Oh, yeah, Mortis is cool, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure Phil's doing traitor. You hear that, Phil? You're <laughs> doing traitor.
0: You're doing traitor.
1: Because uh, there's six of us, and it, that would be nice, because it'd be three and three.
0: It'd be perfect, but you know, worse comes to paint whatever sounds good, and uh, then yeah, just run it as something else if you want to try it out.
1: But yeah, the more I've looked at that uh, that paint scheme for Legio Solaria, the more I really enjoy that like mottled green to white marbling look. Was that one that you were initially interested in, or it just kind it was? I, I was toying between that or Legio Defensor. Okay, um, and then I one eighty and went with Ignatum instead.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. as I do. <laughs> ah, yeah, you know as long as you eventually get somewhere and slap some paint on something
1: exactly. it's all good. Yeah, no, they were all painted. All in fucking basically one sitting. And now you get to do it again. Yeah, see double the hobby progress on the same amount of models. Perfect. <laughs> that's uh, that's pro gaming level stuff right there.
0: Okay. Well, uh, end of the year stuff. So, we're at we're past resolutions now. So, let's yeah. let's let's do a top 3 models released this year.
1: Top 3 models released this year. All right. Are we starting at three or are we starting at one?
0: Uh whatever order sounds good to you. It doesn't have to be a least the best.
1: Okay. Uh number three for me probably the Chaos Knights.
0: Oh yeah, the new Abominant. The
1: new Abominant's super duper fucking cool.
0: Yeah, he's a rad one for sure. Having That's... having painted two of them now, I, I fully agree he was gonna be my number three as well. Yeah. But right. uh, <laughs> since you've already got one, I can throw out another one. Sorry. Um we'll go with uh we'll go with the recent one I painted. We'll go with the Goth Rocker, because I mean I always love when they take a goofy old model and make a goofy new one. <laughs> yeah. It's got no rules as far as I'm aware, and it's probably just gonna sit on my desk for the rest of my life, but okay. it's just fantastic little goofy little green man.
1: Number two for me is kind of a tie toss up yeah and it's between two and they're both of the same game system
2: Ooh.
1: it's uh they're both Warhammer underworlds bands
2: oh it's
1: it's not yours andrew it's not it 's not the fucking loon court as no, fun as it was me. as soon as it was sorry soon as fun as it was to try and guess what your three were going to be and match them before you could say them <laughs> No, it's um, it's probably a toss-up between the fucking skeleton. Oh no, those are those are Warcry, aren't they? The skeletons.
0: No, they're originally Underworlds. So they just released Warcry rules for them. Did they? Okay. To so the yeah, sons of Velmore? The
1: sons of Velmorn. Uh, but also it's between that and Skiddershank's Claw Pack.
0: That is the a skating. really good one.
1: And I was thinking you might say Hexbane uh, Hunters. Hunters. That's yeah. up there too, but those two are just really cool. Hexbane Hunters are nice, but I don't think like I don't think the models are as cool as the others. I love the I how to describe this. I love the theme of them more, but model wise, the other two warbands are cooler.
0: The uh, cohesive whole is cooler.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah. What's uh, what's your number two? Ooh, it's. Mm.
0: There's there's just so many good things to choose from is the problem, but I'm probably gonna go with uh, the the store anniversary exclusive the Inquisitor Cartavolus yeah the, uh, that the sword was that's super the, the book. fucking cool because that's just that's some peak Warhammer shit right there man that is that is yeah. a incredible model and I love it so damn much came really close to being Azrak the Annihilator I think just because again just that 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 Mark Gibbons artwork brought to life is very fun. Yeah. But, uh, I think the Inquisitor just squeaks ahead a little bit.
1: That's pretty fucking cool. All right. My top one, <clears throat> it might just be because I just got these and I think they're cool <laughs> as fuck. The Escher jet bikes. That's a. Uh, they're so a, cool.
0: It's a rad model.
1: Like, they're so fucking cool looking. And also, I picked three things from three different game systems. Hey, there you go. Look at that. Look at that. But yeah, it's probably those because those are just fucking neat as shit. They look fast, like they're just goofy enough to be Necromunda, but just cool enough to like be awesome conversion fodder too.
0: I'm honestly very surprised it wasn't Bayard's Revenge for you.
1: It's not a bad model. Like I like Bayard's Revenge.
0: I just think it would be up there with like the Hellbrecht just you know keeping with the Black Templars and all that.
1: Hellbrecht was so cool. Like it's going to be hard for a model to top Hellbrecht for me.
0: That's very fair. They should have released this one and then Hellbrecht mm-hmm. but you know can't help the the release schedule now, unfortunately. Bayard Bayard's
1: Revenge is cooler than unhelmeted Hellbrecht.
0: That's true. Unhelmeted but Hellbrecht is helmeted Hellbrecht as good as helmeted. is
1: the greatest model GW's ever made. <laughs> I would die on that fucking hill.
0: Just like that war boss being stabbed by Bayard. You're right.
1: Well, they weren't on a hill. They were in the courtyard of a temple.
0: Yeah, well, that could have been like a little hillock.
1: <laughs> that's true. I guess the temple could have been built on a hill.
0: That's also fair.
1: All right, what about you? What's your number one?
0: Ooh, there's been so many good just back-to-back-to-back models. I feel like, like I know I w- what it is. There's like five I want to choose from, but having painted it recently, yep, I think I, it. <laughs> I have to go with King Broad. Yeah,
1: that's what I figured.
0: Yeah, I figured it was, was going to be
1: him or um, uh, the Demon Prince.
0: It was going to be a toss up between him, the Demon Prince, or the Votain Grimnir, i.e., oh, Space, space Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, that's an amazing model, but I haven't painted it yet. I, I should be having one probably in the next month or so, just because you know impulse control issues. Uh, but <laughs> well, no us King Brad, impulse control. No. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely didn't just buy like three armies worth of shit. Yeah, Jesus month. Christ, um, you
1: put me to shame in the past month. Yeah, well, you know,
0: gotta, I gotta even the scales sometimes. They grow up so um, fast. I, I, you know, Mega Gargans are just one of my favorite armies. They're, they're getting up there with the gits in terms of just loving the doofy models and the goofy, the backstory and all that. And, you know, having an actual proper named guy for it, who's not one of the, uh, the neutral mercenaries or something. He's the actual like leader of the faction. It was very exciting to finally get that and uh i just had a lot of fun painting up my papa smurf it was it was a good time i I like that model a lot and it's still just based on the original mega gargan kit like he's got the same leg pose and everything but just how they you know changed it up by having the two-handed weapon and the really cool dragon skull helmet and all that and it's it's some some good shit i like it a lot
1: Mm. fucking christ king broads two hundred dollars
0: uh, not if you buy him from fucking
1: uh, Trollhord. Shit, was it one sixty?
0: Uh, like one sixty-five or something. But yeah, God. he comes with the arms and everything Damn. for all the kits.
1: How much is a normal giant?
0: Uh, same. Well, it was a little cheaper, but now that's just the only kit you can get. It just comes with everything.
1: Fuck me. Yup,
0: it's uh possibly the worst example of Games Workshop being like, buy one kit and only make one thing, but we'll give you six options.
1: Jeez, that's more expensive than night.
0: Yeah, no, it's very silly. There's a reason I wanted to make a mold of it and cast a few more of them.
1: Yeah, so uh, listeners, let us know what your top three models of 2022 are. Or don't, you know, you're adults. Some of you. It's fine. I'm sure some of you are children. And if you're children, don't repeat our language because it's not great.
0: Yeah, don't tell your mom to listen to this fucking podcast. You
1: fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unless your mom's cool with that, then hey, what's going on?
1: Yeah, seriously. Sup? Call me. <laughs> Danielle, don't listen to that part.
0: She's going to listen to it extra hard. Huh?
1: <laughs> Just fucking rewind it in case she missed it. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. But yeah, that uh, wraps up this podcast, much like we recently wrapped up 2022.
0: We made it. We survived.
1: So far. Yeah. I don't.
0: I don't get the sentiment as much. 2022 wasn't exactly the best year, but like we experienced 2021 and 2020. Yeah, it, no, I'm fine. I
1: have definitely had shittier years than 2022 was. So
0: much more recently. Yeah. yeah. So uh you know, hopefully it's it's only looking up from here. We'll see.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. Bare
0: minimum, the hobby will be pretty good in twenty twenty three.
1: Yes, it will. Uh we're gonna play some more specialist games, we're gonna play some Titanicus, get us a Blood Bowl League going. Do some ash wastes. Play some competitive events.
0: Got a brand new general's handbook coming out for Age of Sigmar. Definitely of
1: going stuff. back to Nova again this year. Hopefully with an even bigger group. Hopefully, I would like to do another GW Open if there's one close-ish.
0: Yeah, if we could get something in the South again, because well,
1: I would love, uh, you know, like Atlanta Open. That would whip. That ass. would be
0: cool. It's only the largest metro area in the South. Other they did than fucking like Kansas Dallas,
1: City, for Christ's sake.
0: That had to have been a ease of getting a convention center kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think Kansas City was the closest one we had this year. Yeah, it was
1: wild, man.
0: So yeah. Or or even like
1: uh, fucking Orlando or something.
0: Yeah. Games Workshop. I know you're listening because we're that big of a podcast. Yeah. Hit us up in the South here. I mean, we're around. We have toys. We want to (laughs) play. Asheville
1: Open. It's just a bunch of granola.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Asheville kicks ass.
1: Yeah. But I wouldn't want to do the GW stuff. I'd want to just fucking hang out in Nashville.
0: Well, you just take an extra week, so you do the GW stuff, and then you just hang out in Nashville.
1: Eat some granola, smell like patchouli, hike a bunch, go to some craft breweries.
0: Ah, it's getting less and less hipster every year, just like Athens. Yeah,
1: that's true. Well, it depends on the part of Athens. Normal town's still pretty fucking hipster.
0: Yeah, but that's also getting taken over. But anyway, (laughs) hyper-regional stuff. Yes, seriously.
1: I mean, most most of our listeners, at least right now, are semi local or you know used to be local,
0: or from like Denmark. So yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, we see you downloading us. What's going on, man?
1: Yeah, seriously, you got you got eleven episodes in the past uh past week. So what's up, bro?
0: So when you hear this in like six months, you know we're watching.
1: I'm curious. I wish I could see what eleven episodes he downloaded.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. or if he's picking and choosing or going in order.
1: I don't know, man. But it was just one. It was just one guy pulling a bunch of them. Yeah, we've uh, it's just.
0: uh, Audio quality wise, it's only uphill from there if you're going from the beginning. Yeah,
1: yeah seriously, we've gotten uh, new equipments.
0: Yeah, we got microphones that cost more than
1: $60. Yeah, we have uh, we had some, some worldwide listeners. Uh, let's see, we've had the UK with 56 UK. We've actually got a, a fair amount of UK listeners. 8% of our podcast is from the UK. So yeah. what's up across the pond over there?
0: Had a couple of guys in Russia until, yep. you know, that whole snafu happened.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, I think it was just one guy in Russia, and then, you know, the whole Ukraine situation happened, and he hasn't downloaded anything else. We've had yeah. Canada, Denmark, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Finland. Actually, at one point this year, we were ranked the number four recreation and leisure podcast for a week in Finland with two downloads. <laughs> what an accolade. <laughs> when, we should, when that we popped should, up...
0: We should make a graphic to put on it. Number four recreational podcast in Finland for one week.
1: When that popped up on the Podbean app, I fucking lost my mind laughing. I was like, what the fuck is happening?
0: That is so hyper specific. Wait, it's
1: only two downloads?
0: Oh, that is so wonderfully hyper specific. That has absolutely gotta be our our, our accolade (laughs) to fame. Number four recreational podcast in Finland for one week, baby.
1: Dude, it was that was the fucking best. Like it doesn't get any better than that it's gonna be the only award we win and i'm okay with it
0: that that should be our podcast goal for this week get the number three recreational yeah. podcast in finland for one week you hear that folks
1: if you've got a vpn download us from finland
0: are you a Finn? give us a listen i don't know how you made it this far and listen to this call of action if you don't already <laughs> listen but hey
1: oh man all right everybody but uh that's gonna be our show this week andrew what kind of advice you got for the kids
0: Uh, exercise fiscal responsibility when doing New Year, New Army. Unlike me, who started two right before the beginning of the year.
1: You heard it here first, kids. We're shills and rubes, so you don't have to be. Yeah. Live vicariously through our bad decisions. Yay, chaos. (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a good night. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. and Happy New Year, I guess. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
2: Dice-like
1: guys,
0: must be nice to play some games with your
1: friends. Necromunda makes you wonder how friendships end. So flip that table, if you're able, and consult your charts and (laughs) graphs. So let's have some fun. And get it done or you can
2: kiss my ass
1: Thank you once again for listening. You can always contact us at Dice like Ice podcast at gmail.com or find us on our Facebook or Instagram also under Dice Like Ice podcast. We would also like to give a big shout out to William James for our outro music and Scarlet Saturn for letting us use their music at the intro to our show.